This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, March 26th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Wawa is taking some precautions after they say an employee tested positive for COVID-19 in Philadelphia. The employee worked at the store located at 2535 Aramingo Avenue. Wawa says they took immediate action and closed the store to have it deep cleaned and disinfected. The store will be closed temporarily as the company evaluates the situation. We are working with the Board of Health and will follow their guidance on additional steps or notifications required. We will do everything we can to support our associate, including providing paid time off and take all necessary steps to monitor, safeguard, and protect all of our associates and customers, Wawa said in a statement. To date, over 340 coronavirus cases have been confirmed in the city on Wednesday. The health department announced the first death from the virus in Philadelphia. The Senate late Wednesday passed an unparalleled $2.2 trillion economic rescue package steering aid to business workers and health care systems engulfed by the coronavirus pandemic. The unanimous vote came despite misgivings on both sides about whether it goes too far or not far enough and capped days of difficult negotiations as Washington confronted a national challenge unlike any other it has ever faced. The 880-page measure is the largest economic relief bill in U.S. history. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell appeared somber and exhausted as he announced the vote and he released senators from Washington until April 20th, though he promised to recall them if needed. The package uh, is intended as relief for an economic spiraling into recession or worse and a nation facing a grim toll and is uh, from an an infection that killed nearly 20,000 people worldwide. Underscoring the efforts, sheer magnitude, the bill finances a response with a price tag that equals half the size of the entire $4 trillion annual federal budget. President Donald Trump said of the greatest public health emergency in anyone's lifetime, I don't think it's going to end up being such a rough patch and anticipated the economy soaring like a rocket ship when it's over. The Archdiocese of Philadelphia said the suspension of the public celebration of mass during the COVID-19 pandemic will remain in force until further notice, including Palm Sunday, Holy Thursday, Good Friday and Easter Sunday. In a statement by the Archdiocese released Tuesday, officials said that this is a continuation of the uh, edict released on March 17th, suspending mass and altering the celebration of sacraments as to comply with the social distancing requirements. But Kathy, to echo what Steve said the other day, is Taco Tuesday still going to happen? Because I don't think we can move forward without that. No. I think we have to turn to the Vatican to hear the final mm-hmm. decree on that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Jace was supposed to make his communion uh, this April, so uh, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll official... happen, just not this April. Just not this April. Uh, aren't right, there exactly. home kits for that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there should be, right? <laughs> home uh, confirmation kit. Yeah, yeah. What, did you guys see the picture? Of, included. Yeah. Did you guys see the picture I sent yesterday of what my mom left in the mailbox? No. Yes, oh, yes. All the Bibles and stuff. Oh, it was, yeah, it yeah. was an adult Bible, a child Bible, and then like a child's uh, activity book that's Bible related. And then like, did, she, did she have a, a, a flaming bag of turd on your uh, yeah, 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 she left that too. See, Kathy, no, I, I don't think it. just all Bibles. <laughs> yeah, you didn't indicate that that was left by your mom. Uh, I just thought people were dropping off uh, Bibles, like the rapture was coming here. No, yeah, every, that, okay. my mom's going a little nuts, and so she's turning to the Lord to get her through this time, which, listen, that, that works. Hey, is it possible you go for? <laughs> Preston, is but it possible that Kathy is the flag in all of this thing? The, oh, uh, Randall flag. <laughs> she's the walking <laughs> man. Kathy's the walking man. Wow. From the stand. Walking dude. 
Officials said during this time, churches will remain open and available for the faithful to visit and pray in a way that respects and follows the guidelines from government agencies concerning crowd sizes and gatherings. Uh, Palms will be blessed and reserved at local churches for distribution at a later time. And just like everything else, several area churches and faith groups are streaming services online during this time. At the Cathedral Basilica of St. Peter and Paul, Pastor Dennis Gill reports this week alone they had more than 50,000 viewing uh, the Mass online. And they said that that was more than uh, you know the actual people that come to church on Sunday. It's so. kind of it's kind of wild, Kathy, because on the weekend they do they do televise masses, yeah. EDW, uh, ED or EWTN or something right, like that, right? Yeah. And just and and they're there, and occasionally I'll just and it's, it's kind of soothing, you yeah. know, when you you, oh. you pop it on, yeah. I know. I get invitations to watch with my mom. <laughs> so my mom watched three masses on uh, Sunday morning. She yeah. watched the EWTN one. Right. Then 6ABC runs one. Then the WWE one. Then the WWE. <laughs> Are you ready to have your soul saved? <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom's parish uh, recently got onto Facebook, and now they're, they're FaceTiming mass right. live from the chapel. Steve, if live only. From the chapel. Yeah, if, if only there were, you know, priests that would face off against each right. other. And get in the ring and call each other out. Oh, my God. You know what, sinner? I've grown sick of you over the past few years. And the day of reckoning is here. I love it. Case, your actual parish is streaming online? Uh, well, my I, I actually don't know about St. Pius. That's the parish I live in. But uh, oh. OLPH or Our Lady of Angels now that they're now streaming their their daily masses uh, yeah, on their yeah. Facebook page. That's that's good. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> Cornerback Nickel Roby Coleman has agreed to a one-year deal with the Eagles guaranteed for $1 million, and it could be worth up to $1.3 million. He became a free agent when the Los Angeles Rams declined a 2020 option on his contract. This season, the Eagles have overhauled their defensive secondary, acquiring corner Darius Slay in a trade with the Detroit Lions, declining the team option on safety Malcolm Jenkins, re-signing defensive back Jalen Mills, and adding defensive back Will Parks. Kathy, just a quick question for, for Casey. Uh, Casey, do you think if the season gets truncated enough, they'll just play the Super Bowl? No. Hey, that would be nice. That would be nice. They we'll just the, pick uh, two names out, yeah. and out there you go, your Super Bowl this year. Yeah. What? Yeah. The, they aired the Eagles Super Bowl last night on the NFL Network. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah. Like gym class, they're going to put all the teams in a hat and just yeah. pick two out. Yeah. Uh, or everybody just t- throws their shoes in a big pile right. and just <laughs> randomly pulls Our Super Bowl out. combatants are... Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota Timberwolves star Carl Anthony Towns has become the latest public face in the fight against the coronavirus after revealing that his mother has been hospitalized for the past week and is dealing with health complications from COVID-19. His mother, Jacqueline Cruz, is in a medically induced coma and had to be put on a ventilator. Very sad. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban said he hopes the NBA resumes playing games in May, saying that the league's restart can help bring people together amid the coronavirus pandemic. In an interview with the Dallas TV station, WFAA Cuban said, no one has has perfect information right now, so all decisions are tough, but I had to guess, based off of people I've talked to at the CDC and other places, I would say that the over-under for the restart would be June 1st, and I'm taking the under. Hopefully by the middle of May, we're starting to get back to normal, and the NBA is playing games, maybe not with fans in attendance, but we're playing games. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. I meant to ask Kathy, you, Nick, and, and Marissa how
how uh, the rest of the household, because you d- guys do share quarters with uh, with other people, uh, how the rest of the has- household likes uh, being up at 6 a.m. with you guys making all that racket. Does anybody wake up, Kath, from you no, uh, doing I'm, your traffic reports? No, I'm in reports? the office. Um, I was afraid that, that uh, Jace would hear me. Uh, he's a pretty light sleeper, but um, no, yesterday he, he stayed asleep. Uh, and Yesterday was the first day he was back. He, they were actually um, at the beach house for do you have, a do while. You have, so. Do you have guests in to watch, like we do in the studio here, where you do the show from your... Uh, <laughs> Stop. Yeah, my guests are my two cats that yeah. are currently sitting at the door staring at me, wondering why I keep locking them out. What about you, Nick? Anybody waking up from you doing your reports? No, Andrea has the uh, the news machine. Uh, Nori's God. The news Nori's machine. machine. <laughs> the ticker tape. The, the ticker I'm tape, Tom yeah. Brokaw, go to sleep. I'm Tom Brokaw. I'm Dan Rather. Go to sleep. <laughs> It's a machine that helps you sleep. It's just, Dr. Garner, go to sleep. It's just very his anchors telling you to go to sleep. I want you to tell me to go to sleep each night. Uh, Marissa, since we FaceTime and where you ha- where you are set up, we can see into Marissa's apartment. Uh, uh, every now and then, a little bit later in the morning, I, still, I will see Matt walk by behind you as he kind of stumbles have- around the apartment. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Your parents don't know that you guys live together. They're I'm living so in sorry. sin. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, he got home at about 2 a.m. last night because he was bottling a new beer. So, um, so I'm he's sure probably he's psyched that you're up at excited. 6. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. I'm sure. Wow. I'm sure he doesn't hear you at all in the apartment. Uh, right, exactly, in the apartment. <laughs> well, we're all making adjustments, and uh, we are moving forward with uh, many things uh, this morning. We have a couple of guests on the program. We're going to talk to Jim Jackson. What is the state of Philadelphia sports? Well, Jim would probably know. He not only works with the Flyers, but the uh, the Phils as well. Today was supposed to be the home opener. <laughs> I know. My understanding is that it's been moved to tomorrow. Okay, so instead, <laughs> a slight yeah. inconvenience. Yeah, yeah. Everybody will be able to go tomorrow. It's too bad because it's supposed to rain tomorrow. Yeah, Today's sunny. And of course, of course, uh-huh. it's a beautiful sunny day <laughs> that never happens on opening day. I know. Or I very know. rarely does happen of on course. opening day. Of course. So we'll talk to Jim later on this morning. And we're also going to talk to Dr. Drew Pinsky later on today and uh, just get the latest on all things that the good doctor knows. He's really good. Apparently, he, he worked with uh, Dr. Fauci years ago. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or right. at least was in his circle or or maybe he was watching him through a window. Maybe that yeah. one. It, but we don't know. We'll find out we'll later find on. Find out. He'll yes. be on around ten o'clock this morning. Uh, we also have Daily Rush Madness. We'll give the latest matchups, the results from yesterday, and then today's matchups, and uh, point you in that direction to vote on them at uh, PrestonAndSteve.com. So we good? Everybody good? Everybody good. I'd have a lot of entertainment stories, a ton of really big birthdays to do if you uh, today to do. If you do have, celebrate a birthday, then uh, you, you share it in common with a bunch of famous people. So we'll come back with that and a stupid question to give some stuff away. Stay with us on this Thursday morning. We will return in just a tiny bit. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
So I'm going to do a stupid question. We are going to give away a $60 Metro Diner gift card. And let's see. I am going to mm. ask this question. All okay. right. So uh, today would have been uh, opening day for the Phils. Yes. Uh, obviously, that is not going to happen. So I'm going to do a baseball-related question. Um, so the one of the first fully professional baseball clubs in America was in Cincinnati. At that time, what was the name of the team? 215-263-WMMR. Okay? Interesting. Uh what they they were the first fully professional baseball club in America. What was their name? Cincinnati's team, two one five two six three, WMMR. Call now if you know the answer, and we'll see if you end up getting the prize. I'm going to go through some birthdays today, and there are a lot of pretty cool celebrity birthdays today. While we kill some time waiting right. for your calls, Thursday, March twenty six. We'll start with a guy who's just awesome, Alan Arkin. Yeah. Uh, He's, uh, he's that's it. Yeah, he's eighty six today, and uh, I love all his stuff. He goes way back. He's been around forever, and yeah, he's just you got to love his character. Catch twenty two. He's in one of my favorite sad movies. That's totally atypical for Alan Arkin, who usually plays somewhat comedically uh, drama comedically. But it's called The Heart Is a Lonely Hunter. It's one of the most beautiful movies. He plays a uh, a deaf mute in it. It's an amazing movie. Little Miss Sunshine, Glengarry, Glenn Ross, Argo. He's great in The uh, In Laws. The, the In Laws, the Kaminsky Method, most recently yeah, with um, Michael Douglas, and he's eighty six years old today. James Caan has a birthday today, Steve. Uh, Sonny, Sonny, I love James Caan. Sonny Corleone. Yeah, he's so great. Uh, yeah, Kathy's a big fan, right? Yeah. You are, Kathy? Yes. Yes, I love him. Uh, I am. And uh, also, let's not forget Misery, one of the, one of the great uh, uh, yeah. Stephen King adaptations. It was just on the other day, and you realize how young Kathy Bates looks in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah she right. really does. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a great... In fact, that was sort of a resurgence to his career, because he was on fire uh, after The Godfather. He was in a great movie I thought called The Killer Elite. Do you remember that? No. Uh, with Robert Duvall. Really, no. really great stuff. Uh, he's a uh, big 80 today. Wow. So happy birthday. Lisa Gibbons, uh, talk show hostess. And then it says RoboCop. She was in RoboCop? Yeah, she's uh, the newscaster in RoboCop. That's a weird credit really? to give her. All right. <laughs> I remember from Entertainment Tonight. Yeah, yeah. so when they cut right. to the news in RoboCop periodically, Lisa Gibbons is one of the news anchors. The original RoboCop. Yeah, so that's, I guess, a why not? I'd buy that for a dollar. Uh, yeah. She's uh, 63. Well, you know what they could have put in there? Soap dish, too. They, soap dish. There's a part where there's a, in there where yeah. Robert Downey Jr. doesn't interview her with her as Lisa Gibbons. All right. Well, Lisa. But Robo-co- RoboCop leads that. All right. So RoboCop. RoboCop. <laughs> like your cats. Yeah. Uh, Kira Knightley is 35 today. Uh, she just fell she, for her when Bennett Like Beckham came out. Such a good movie. Yeah. Did she recently say she's not going to do any more nude stuff in the movies because of her kids? Oh, really? Yes, okay. I believe that's she it. She did nude stuff? I I that's know, my understanding. I didn't oh. know she did nude stuff. Oh. I'd like to see the nude stuff that she's yeah. done. Pirates of the Caribbean, she's been in a bunch of stuff. She's 35 today. Uh, Jennifer Grey, um, Dirty Dancing, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, I just recently, I told you guys I watched that series, uh, The Movies That Made Us. It's awesome. And, the, and the, the Dirty Dancing one is great. And uh, I, I, it's, a, it's a guilty pleasure. They were combative, right? They, they hated each yeah, other. Yeah, they really because were. Because they, were, they worked on the movie Red Dawn together. Yeah, and yeah. in that, they, they just had a kind of a... <laughs> Didn't like each other. They did not. And then all of a sudden, they had to be really, really close. In right. This, in this movie, they managed to bury the hatchet. And, and I think that worked for their benefit. Yeah, I think Because so you too. had that... 
hatred and passion yeah. at the same time. They actually hated each they other. They did hate each other, yep. yes. That's mm-hmm. great acting right there. There you man. go. That's uh, why Dancing bo- is probably one of my all-time favorite movies. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. Maybe if it's if I can find it on some sort of streaming service, I'll, I'll revisit it. It's cheesy, Kathy, but it's fun. <clears throat> you should you should watch this on Netflix. It's called The okay. Movies That Made Us, and you will be surprised at how that movie got made and that it was it was a fluke and nobody wanted to touch it and it just it hit and boom it exploded i mean they had to jump through hoop after hoop after hoop to get that done yep. yeah there's actually a great documentary called i am patrick swayze about this and they go through roadhouse and they go i would love all, to see oh, that it's so good it's on um try itunes or just do a search okay. for it and see what it carries it i am patrick swayze all right i i watched uh ferris bueller two weeks ago and i hadn't seen it in a long time that movie 34 years later. Still holds up. Completely holds up. Very funny. Oh, yeah. And I never realized, I always thought she was um, his older sister, and she's his younger sister. That's right. He's a senior, I think. Yeah. And she's, yeah. Uh, but I could see how she might seem older because she's more, a uh, little more mature and a yeah. little bit more, you know. Yeah, serious. Yeah. All right. So she's 60 today. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Bicky Lawrence, The Carol Burnett Show, 71. Great comedic uh, actress. Sorry, I hated that show, Mama's Family. I wasn't. God I, I, I liked the. I liked the uh, character. I liked, well, and I and I liked the the original skit. On, yes, on, uh, that Carabinet, was good. But the show sucked. Not so much. Uh, Sandra Day O'Connor, former Supreme Court justice, ninety years old today. Ninety. Diana Ross. I told you, there's some big yeah. birthdays today. Diana Ross, the Supremes, is uh, seventy six years old. She today. left the Supreme Court to pursue singing. Uh, and yeah. that's why she was called the Supreme. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then, Steve, Nancy Pelosi's birthday today, she's going to leave uh, when she's done with politics and become a singer. Oh, so my this God. So this is all tying in together. No she's going to tour with AHA. Uh, but she's 80 years old today. Martin Short has Another a one. I'm telling you. They just keep coming. And a lot of these are milestone birthdays. So Sandra Day O'Connor, 90. Nancy Pelosi, 80. Uh, Jennifer Grace, 60. Martin Short is 70. So wow. they're hitting all these milestone birthdays. And they're getting to enjoy it during a pandemic. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, Bob Woodward, the journalist, Woodward and Bernstein, uh, uh, did the Watergate story. Right. And, and others it? as well. Milestone for him or just a regular? Uh, 77. No, oh, boring. Uh, it, is, <laughs> it is also Steven Tyler's birthday today. Wow. Steven Tyler is 72 years old today. And it's a wonder that fall off the stage didn't kill him, man. No, it turned him into a very old woman. Is, 72. Is he the main lyricist for Aerosmith? I believe that is the case. I saw a documentary of them, one of their albums, and they were recording. And essentially, um, the band would write a, a piece of music, and he would come in and start writing lyrics to that music. Kind, kind of the way like, Tool. Yeah, Maynard uh, The way Maynard does that. So... I, I'm not sure if that's the method for every single Aerosmith song, but they've also done covers like Diane Warren has written yeah, songs absolutely, for them, yeah. and, and so they've, they've played up, they've done other tunes, but I think he's the main lyricist case. He yeah. wrote my favorite lyric of all time. I can't remember what song it is, but the lyric goes, um, guitar. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a great, what a great line. <laughs> guitar. Chuck hates it when people do that in songs. Uh, so, Stephen Tyler is 72 today. Amy Smart, the actress. Yeah. Always had a thing for her. Is she married to a famous person? Or am I wrong uh, about that? No, she, I think she's married. Amy Smart is married to, uh, from, the, from the Home Improvement. Uh, Carter uh, Oder. Car- yes. yes. Oh, Carter. No Oster way. House, yes. yes. He worked on my house. He worked on your house. And, and now he does the great 
uh, Christmas challenge. He hosts that. Okay, all right. He, he's um, uh, he's uh, a very nice guy. He's with nice not guy. a lot of personality. And she is from Topanga, California. Is that where they? Do you think they got the name Topanga? Yes. Huh. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Varsity Blues road trip. Shameless. Uh, she's <laughs> yes. forty four. Oh yeah, that's yeah. where oh, they got oh, the name. Totally. Uh, they Les- totally got it from Topanga. <laughs> Leslie Mann has a birthday today. Now oh. I love her. I do too. I love her. She seems to be a super cool person. Yeah. Uh, she's like a Fonzie, wife of Judd Apatow. <laughs> by the way, forty-eight years old today. And I learned something this morning while perusing the birthdays. Yes. So actor Jonathan Groff celebrates his birthday today. You may not know his name right off the bat. So he's the main character in the Netflix show Mindhunter. So he plays Holden. Ah. But while I watched both seasons of that, I was completely blind to the fact that he is the voice of Kristoff from Frozen. I had no idea. Oh, is he really? Yes, he is. And <laughs> and so I was absolutely surprised. Have you seen the meme that's going around that is a Jack Nicholson frozen to death at the end of The Shining and Olaf dancing around? Oh, my God, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no. It's a, i got to see that. Does oh, he sing the songs and everything? I believe every, yeah, 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 I believe everybody on that cast huh. sang their Mindhunter is actually an unofficial sequel to Frozen. To Frozen? Yeah. Really? He's that's from it. Lancaster, PA. What? Yeah, just look that up. Too. Oh, my God. Why are we not best friends? This is my... The most exciting birthday list ever. He's 35, and the last birthday I saw is James Eha, Smashing Pumpkins, yeah. back in that band again. Uh, he is 52 years old today. And I wouldn't normally do this, but because uh, it is such a bummer to have a birthday uh, right now, especially as a child, uh, I'm going to wish my best friend's son, uh, Jake. Uh, hey, can, absolutely. It's, it's his 11th birthday uh, today. So, so, Jake Gibson. Have a great birthday today, buddy. I'm that so Jeff's sorry. Son? That's Jeff's son, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, happy birthday. Casey, yeah. my, uh, my neighbors yesterday, uh, one of the girls in the house turned 18, and so one of the sisters uh, came out on the driveway, drew in chalk talk, uh, happy birthday, and Aww. then they had all, had all the friends, like, I don't know, a dozen cars drive by beeping and honking and waving, and then they had a little party in the cul-de-sac on my street uh, with everybody staying in their cars. So they were social distancing, but there are ways, and what you did right now is just another way to celebrate it. Yeah, just did this last night. We all went outside in our backyard, and we sang happy birthday to the two little twins who lived down the street from us. It was their birthday, so all the neighbors went on their back decks or their patios, and we just yelled uh, through the courtyard to each other and yelled happy birthday. You in the yoga outfit, (laughs) could you stop singing? (laughs) Uh, people are getting creative, and I saw something on Twitter a couple of days ago where a kid was turning 21, and his parents turned their garage into a nightclub. I and, saw and, that. And so the dad oh, sat, and then somebody was working like as a bouncer and yeah, all that so stuff. So he was yeah, a bouncer. Yeah. He checked the ID. The yeah, mom yeah. was the uh, was the great. bartender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are really showing their creativity. It's a lot of fun yeah. uh, to see these things that are surfacing that are cool. All right, uh, we will see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. Uh, so the first. Uh, a fully professional baseball club in America was Cincinnati. What was the name of their team at the time? 215-263-WMMR is the number, and I will go to Mike and see if we get the answer. Hey, Mike, how you doing, bud? Very good. How about yourself? Good. Okay, what was the name of uh, Cincinnati's team? What was named after one of those deadly Australian uh, animals called the Pete Roses. The Pete Roses! Oh! No, 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 I'm sorry. It was uh, so close. Nice work, though, uh, Mike. We appreciate it. (laughs) Damn. Let me go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Yo, what's up, guys? Yo, buddy. All right, what was the name of uh, Cincinnati's team when they first joined or when they first became a uh, professional baseball club? The 
Cincinnati Red Stocking. Red Stocking. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So they were cross-dressers. Hang on a second, Chris. No, I think it's like socks. Oh, of not course. Like probably thigh, that time. Not yeah. thigh highs. Right, uh, yeah. Nylon. Mesh. Thigh highs. Am I seam straight? Uh, Chris, hang on the line. We are going to give you a $60 Metro Diner gift card. Metro Diner is offering Metro Meal Packs that feed families of four to six in a variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner bundles, including signature fried chicken and waffle. Mm, fried and chicken. House-made meatloaf. For more information, you can visit MetroDiner.com. Uh, so l- yesterday, we just found out the, the basic information about Prince Charles. I have a little bit more in detail <clears throat> of that. Uh, he was diagnosed with coronavirus. Buckingham Palace did confirm that yesterday. Uh, and according to a statement, uh, the, ha- the the family has said that he has been displaying mild symptoms but otherwise remains in good health. Oh, good for him then. Uh, has been working from home throughout the last few days as usual. Uh, and uh, that added that his wife, the Duchess of Cornwall, has also been tested but does not have the virus. Charles began showing symptoms last weekend. Medical advisors say that Charles is in good health and is expected to recover. Uh, however, there is some concern over his meeting with Queen Elizabeth. She's 93, and they met on March 12th. Okay. Uh, the so they're mo- obviously monitoring her extra closely. Sure, yeah. The palace said that the queen remains in good health. She is sequestered with her husband, Prince Philip, in Windsor Castle. Uh, Charles is isolated at Burke Hall, away from his wife, Camilla. Who, We're placing you in Burke Hall. Who's uh, reportedly in good health. Prince Charles, we strongly suggest you cease having sex with Camilla for the time being. No sweat, bro. Uh, royal reporter Chris <laughs> Ship said on Twitter that Prince Charles has spoken to both his sons, William in Norfolk and Harry in Canada, and all the royals are isolating in separate locations. So that's what's up with the royal family. Uh, Bill Cosby's lawyers are filing a motion to spring him from his jail cell and put him under house arrest amid reports that at least one person, one prison officer, has tested positive for coronavirus. Yeah, a couple of pr- high-profile prisoners are using this uh, this gambit. Uh, the 82-year-old is serving three to ten years at SCI Phoenix, which is formerly great. Close to where Preston lives. It's very close by. <laughs> Uh, in Montgomery County, and his lawyers in the process of petitioning the Pennsylvania Superior Court to get him moved. So, By the way, I made my first batch of toilet pudding. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't make wine. No, I'm not making into wine, but I love the pudding. Yeah. Uh, I, listen, this is just a hypothesis of mine. So. Yes. Uh, Phoenixville, a lot of those guys, I see them uh, in the morning on the way to work. The, right. The, because they stopped by my neighborhood, Wawa. Oh, um, that's right. And so the Wawa got shut down because one of the uh, one of the employees there apparently tested positive, And I believe it's still closed. I haven't been by there since it, it shut down. It's not directly on my way home or anything like that. But uh, but maybe it happened there. I don't know. It's because possible. Because a, a lot of the guards do stop by there. On their way to work, so it's right around the corner from the uh, from the prison. I wonder if they might, because he is at high risk, if they might let that be the case. They might. Uh, it's possible because uh, the Trump administration is considering the release of nonviolent uh, federal prisoners. Yeah, that's federal prisoners, right? Uh, that's federal to to reduce the risk. So, uh, who knows? States might follow suit. I, I don't really know, but it, it would depend. Listen, Preston lives close. Can I go in with him? You can. Yeah. I, listen. We'll take the old man sure, in why not? just to do our part, but, uh, you know. I know. Listen. Oh, wow, a drum kit. <laughs> 
But you said nonviolent. I mean, what is he convicted of? Was he not raping people? Uh, I don't know. Is it rape? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm probably wrong about that. Just because he's 80-something does not mean that his uh, his crime that he was convicted of. So you're not on the defense team on this one. No. No, I'm not. Cosby spokesman uh, Andrew Wyatt uh, had told Page Six, we believe it is only a matter of time before Mr. Cosby's prison likely falls victim to the virus. Such a confined space is the perfect place for a virus to spread rapidly. If only had they had a way to keep people separated in prison. I know. I know. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But there is the communal together. eating. That, but yeah, solitary, that's true. But solitary confinement. <laughs> they come out one at a time and yeah. go back to their cell. But uh, All right, anyway. Uh, but the lawyer says... Do it like the Soul Train dance, where everyone separates to the side, <laughs> and Cosby shimmies down, yeah. It is hazardous to the prison staff and vulnerable inmates. Bill Cosby is not is no detriment or danger to the community, the lawyer says. He can't go anywhere. He is elderly. He is blind. Uh, he How can... blind is he, by the way? Is he totally blind, or is he mostly blind. I, I don't know. He may be considered legally blind. I'm not sure. <clears throat> I was blinded by the light. Uh, he can say, <laughs> numbers, grubbers, numbers, grubbers, <laughs> I was Indians and the blubbers and the fleabers and the flabbers and the wacky badoos. Wacky badoos. I'll keep him locked up. Uh, by the way, Casey, the jury found Bill Cosby guilty of three counts of aggravated indecent assault. That's the technical um, yeah. uh, thing that he was convicted of. That's so assault, whatever. brother. Anyway, so... Brother uh, <laughs> It's from uh, Billy Madison. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he can't go anywhere. He's elderly. He's blind. Uh, he can stay under house arrest with an ankle bracelet, uh, as he did before, uh, with his wife taking care of him. Let's do this. Uh, it let's let him do his time at home. Where does... <laughs> blubbers, 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 and give me in the gap of thumpers. Wag a flag of flinky flues. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, well, we have to get to the yeah, part where, where Bruce comes in and starts singing like, uh, here we go, like Bill. Mad man, blubbers, 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 and the wag of thumpers, and the flippy flappy flues. And if you're not careful, you might learn something. <laughs> In the dumps with the mumps is the adolescent pumps is... You know, my, uh, I, Man, for, Man, I, Man yeah. for Man's version is so good, especially yeah. the, the long version. Yeah. 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 You know? Although I did just see this movie. Uh, we had the, all the uh, the cast members and writers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. what'd you think of it? Um, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, it is... So I like yesterday minute. better. Hold on. Uh, what was the name of that one again? It was called Blinded by was the Light. Was it called Blinded by the Light? It was yeah. the, 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 the kids who are uh, the, uh, the teens who are, are um, the, the, he's, uh, is he uh, Indian or Pakistani? He's or, Pakistani. And he's living in London and he finds liberation for the music of Bruce right. Springsteen. He's living in Luton, which is like, uh, I don't know, not London. But anyway, it's just kind of this town that he's not thrilled of like living in. He's got a pretty yeah. hard-handed father. He has like... He's not allowed to have an opinion in his house, and then at some point in high school, and this is it's based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is introduced to Bruce Springsteen, who gives him um, a dog. A, a, a dog. dog. He's like, here, here just you give go. him a dog. It's a shit suit. But anyway, you um, liked yesterday better. Right? I did, and, and it's they're two different kinds of movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, but they're both homages to um, a, a band, and mm-hmm. I think. Uh, yesterday's better. It, it, okay. Yeah. All right. Back to Bill Cosby. Back to Bill Cosby. Uh, he <laughs> and I. Uh, I uh, <laughs> we just gotta. We just gotta work on your summing it up, which is. Uh, and I think that. Um, 
But both are both are uh, uh, movies. Well, so the problem is, I, I am going to sum it up. But what, what the listeners aren't seeing is your body language, and you guys are you guys make me nervous. Twenty two years later, you treat me like a child. No, 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 no. Yeah, we sent we sent. Oh, you can you can put it all on me. You can no, no, put no, no, it all no, no, on no, me. No, no, yeah. no, you, we we I, there's a, there's an <laughs> extreme desire to help you out of the cul de sac you end up. Dude, it's... But how do you not know after twenty two years when you start to see that body language? Wrap it up, Kathy. You're not treated the same way in this room than I am, all right? So, like, I'm treated a way differently because than everybody else here. Because when I see that here. body language, I know it's time. They uh, want to move on. Wrap we, 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 can, we can check the tape. Yeah, thank no, you, Nick. In, yes. in Casey's defense, I was listening to that whole thing and not contributing to the conversation. You got interrupted about six times. Thank I'm you. trying to make a simple, simple point about the movie. And so I, I feel your pain, man. I know what you're trying to, trying to get. All you're trying to say is you like the goddamn movie. Yes. Well, and he could have said <laughs> We got the whole plot of the movie. Uh, anyway, I have a lot of stories. Please, let's go. That's why I was giving him like a little wrap-up single. Shut single. up, Nick. The show's line. about to end. <laughs> Guys, show's over in 10 minutes, right? So let's wrap this up now. No, so I have, I have, do you see this stack of I, stories? I, look at that stack. Do, do you see Spell the, it. Do you see the clock? We are still trying to stay on some semblance of time I got here. you, bro. Okay, so let's go, bro. Uh, he had lived under house arrest uh, in his 9,000-square-foot mansion in Elkins Park with his wife, Camille. Until his auntie told him to move to... Uh, <laughs> to Bel Air? Bel Air, yeah. Uh, no, until uh, being transferred to jail. So, um, he has lived under house arrest conditions before, and they're saying that he could go back to that. All right, so... All right, another story. Yes, the uh, the Tony Awards have been rescheduled. They were scheduled to air Sunday, June 7th on CBS... Uh, that's going to be postponed. I uh, don't know any information as of yet as to when that will happen. A new date will be shared once Broadway reopens. And when Governor Andrew Cuomo announced a ban on gatherings of 500 people or more on March 12th, all 41 Broadway theaters were forced to shut their doors. There's some hope that they will open on April 12th, but who knows that that's going to happen. Uh, and even if Broadway does reopen by then, this pause will mark the longest hiatus in history for the Great White Way. It's it's pretty amazing, uh, you know, obviously to see all the lights and everything off. They were taking uh, pictures, live feeds from Broadway last night as this information came out. It's wild to see that. You're just not accustomed to seeing something that's normally... You've been to many shows, Casey, right on Broadway? Yeah, not to, many. To see it bustling dumb. and everything? Yeah. It's It's wild. Uh, sad news. I have a couple of deaths All to right. report. Let's and, do it. Uh, a name you wouldn't know, William Dufris, I think is how you say his last name, uh, voiced the title character of the children's series Bob the Builder for its first nine seasons. Aww. He passed away. Yeah, he had cancer. He was 62. So we, <clears throat> I, I saw the clips pop up, the sound clips, and I saw the story pop up. And all I remember is that Bob the Builder was huge for a period. Like yes, huge, yes. and he was for toddlers. It was it was for okay. Very, I, I didn't know the age range it was going. Very after. young kids, and this was it. It it came out right about when uh, Parker was born. So it, I hold it, you know, pretty dear. There were clothing lines and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And the toys and all that deal. Yeah. Oh, we had a we had a long uh, or we had a long Bob the Builder phase, and when Jace was very little, probably one, I think it was like one of the first shows that he started watching, and one of his first favorite books. Yeah, it came out in. Nick Jr. in 2001, that was the year, or Parker was born in 2000, so he was right there along with the, the beginning of it. We have well, a, it was stop motion? Um, yeah, yeah. That, that was, uh, I'm sure they didn't really do stop motion, they probably used uh, computers computers right. to make it look that way, All but right. that was the style the of Okay, it. We have a clip of uh, Bob the Builder, the theme song. Yeah. And Roly 
got the characters. Join the crew. Bob and the gang have so much fun. Working together, they get the job done. Uh, the production company, Pocket Universe Productions, uh, said that uh, there is a hole in a lot of people's hearts right Aww. now. Uh, he got his start in voice acting in London during his early 20s, worked on audiobooks, language tapes, and uh, acted with BBC radio plays opposite uh, people like Helen, Helena Bonham, Bonham Carter, Kathleen Turner, Stockard Channing, and others. He also voiced Peter Parker character in uh, director Dirk Mag's audio productions of Spider-Man. Uh, but his biggest role came when uh, he dubbed North American the North American version of the UK's animated series Bob the Builder. Uh, the show aired on Nick Jr. from 2001 to 2004, and then PBS Kids from 2005 to 2018. And then Steve, uh, filmmaker Stuart Gordon, died. Yeah, he was 72. He was the he was the guy behind Reanimator. Uh, and also a couple of other movies of that style. There was right. one called From Beyond. Right, which is another H.P. Lovecraft uh, yeah. story, and yep. they, they were weird and cool and bizarre and gory. And, Very uh, gory. Yeah, so uh, he, he produced a lot of really good stuff. He, sort co-cre- of on... he co-created Honey, I Shrunk the Kids franchise. Yeah. yeah. He was on like a, a Roger Corman level, you know, and then hit it a little bit bigger. Uh, he also did directed Christopher Lambert uh, in Fortress, Stephen Dorff movie Space Truckers, and William H Macy film Edmund. Uh, one of Gordon's agents uh, told Deadline Stewart was a lovely man, a dear friend, a client uh, for nearly a decade. He will be greatly missed. He was an icon in the horror genre, and loved mentor and bright, a loved mentor and uh, bright light that inspired and encouraged. He loved mentos and bright lights. Uh, aspiring genre. <laughs> Filmmaker to excel at their craft. So, uh, yep, he was 72 years old. Uh, Let's see here. Despite the coronavirus uh, changing their wedding plans a bit, Bindi Irwin and Chandler Powell got married Wednesday at the Australia Zoo. Uh, She shared on Instagram because of the pandemic. Uh, they got married solo. Yeah. Uh, she captioned a shot saying, we held a small ceremony and I married my best friend. There are no words to describe the amount of love and light in my heart right now. Uh, we planned this beautiful day for nearly a year and had to change everything as we didn't have uh, any, we didn't have guests at our wedding. Uh, this is a very difficult decision, but important to keep everyone safe. And we wish all of our friends and family uh, that we, they could have been here with us. However, it's uh, lovely that we'll be able to share photos and videos. So, I can't uh, believe Bindi is old enough to get married. Isn't that wild? You remember yeah. her, Kathy? She was on Dancing with the Stars for a while and did really, yeah. do really well. Uh, she's, um, yeah. And you know what? The son, her brother. Yeah. is Steve Irwin incarnate. Oh, oh no, really? he's carrying on the torch. He's got the same delivery. He's got the same energy. It's pretty wild. Aww. Hey, there's a, there was another uh, celebrity death, uh, and this one was uh, from complications from the coronavirus. Chef Floyd Cardoz uh, died on Wednesday. He, he was 59, and uh, he was at the Mountainside Medical Center in New Jersey. He, he was the top chef master's champ. Yeah, I uh, saw this. Born in Bombay, India, moved to New York City to work in uh, restaurant kitchens in 1997. He partnered with Danny Myers Union Square Hospitality Group to open Tabla. Uh, and a statement said, uh, Bravo and Top Chef family are deeply saddened by the passing of Chef Floyd Cardoz. A representative from the network continued in the statement saying he was thoughtful, kind, and his smile illuminated a room. He was an inspiration to chefs around the world, and we offer our deepest sympathy to his family and friends. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, Steve, yes. would consider present uh, joining the Housewives franchise. Uh, That's she, right. She tells E.T. 
to dish with the girls? Uh, she says, I did watch... Ladies, let me ask you something. What do you do when your balls sweat? <laughs> <laughs> they can talk about these no. things together. Uh, so I don't know who she was talking to. Somebody from E.T. She said, uh, I did watch an episode with you two nights ago, and I honestly kind of got into it. Huh. That, she, that would be wild. She said, I, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Actually. Uh, you know. But, you know, when they get into fights, the person, they, they flip tables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she puts my through the car. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've done reality television pretty much all my life. Sports is reality television. And I was watching that and saying, I could see myself getting in there with some of the drama. Uh, she's also considering writing another book following the success of 2017's The Secrets of My Life. Do you remember when that was, that story just dominated? That story moved in such a wild progression where the rumors floated out about Bruce Jenner. You know, having a section. No, that's, no, that's ridiculous. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yes. And then you started to hear, uh, he, he apparently had his Adam's apple shaved. Oh, that's nonsense. That's mm-hmm. r- and then you started to see pictures of him, and you're like, oh, yeah. maybe. And then Caitlin was unveiled. Uh, Jenner says, I thought about it, uh, and over the last five years, I've been through a lot, and I think there's a lot more to tell about my story, my life, and the issues that are out there. I think at the beginning, I really didn't know much about the trans community, the environment I was getting into, made some mistakes, said some things that I didn't think were bad, but all of a sudden things changed. So she's thinking about doing it. She's been working hard. Yeah, you know, the funny thing is, and they showed a picture, they they brought up this story and they showed a picture of her Malibu home. When those fires were raging, everything around her home at the top of a hill was decimated. Yeah. But her house wasn't touched. And they credit her. She went out with a shovel and dug a 30-foot ditch around the house, Preston. What? <laughs> 30 feet deep around the house, Caitlin did with just a shovel. She's a machine, man. You hold, like, I just, I was holding on. I was like, is this true what he's about to <laughs> no, say? No, it is, it is true. It is true, though. for a moment. A 30-foot trench. <laughs> there was a, there was a wow. trench dug around a house, but it was done with a machine. I want to double back a moment, and Casey, I want to offer you some words of encouragement from our texters in. First of all, they say, no sad, bro. Okay. No sad, well, bro. I mean, and then somebody says, I, I got your roast beef. Has to, hashtag Casey boy. The hashtag. other one said, they get me a tampon. I'm so. not reading that. <laughs> I'm not passing along that message to you. I'm passing along. Well, well, no, you know what? Don't, don't uh, waste them. Yeah. They're in low demand. Another one says I get so butthurt when uh, I get called out when I fumble my words. Hey, F you, bro. Don't or sis. Those. I don't know. It could be a girl. I just assume it's a guy. Yeah, come on. Let's be sensitive. <laughs> you can call her bro. It's yeah. all right. All yeah. right. We're all bros. Protein. All right. Uh, this is it's a pretty serious story and uh, interesting, and I, I did not know this. Uh, in Laura Prepon's uh, new guide for moms, it's called You and I as Mothers, uh, she got brutally honest about her less-than-picture-perfect upbringing. She tells people, uh, in order to have a real conversation about motherhood, we need to talk about what's really going on, the stresses, the anxieties, uh, how we were how we were mothered. Um, we need to share the truth. So when she was preparing to welcome her daughter, Ella, in 2017, she says she didn't find a voice to connect to. Being totally honest, honest meant revealing that her mother essentially taught her how to be bulimic. What? Yeah, Whoa. yeah. And oh, my God. This might actually be... More common, More than, you common think? than you think. I, I'm what? just a guess. So listen to how this played out, Kathy. The forty-year-old says, "It started when I was fifteen. Lasted until my late twenties. Uh, I always thought of myself as this strong, confident woman, but it became a compulsion that would completely debilitate me." Uh, when she was fifteen, she says she was a healthy, athletic kid. But when the five ten teen attended a, a casting call at a modeling agency, she was told to drop twenty-five pounds. 
Uh, she said, my mom started weighing me every morning and taking my measurements. Oh my she God. dropped to 105 pounds and remembers feeling how proud her mom was of her. Oh, my God. And she goes, Kathy, then she said, that's when she told me, hey, you can have your cake and eat it, too. And she says, I knew exactly what she was talking about. Wow. And it was a bonding thing that we would do together. They were both bulimic? A shared secret. Yeah. Jesus. It may not be common, but I'm sure that it might exist. Well, in an industry like uh, the one that she's been in for all these years, um, yeah, I mean, you know, and there's there's stories that go back, especially in in the large MGM, Warner Brothers, major movie company days where there were contract players. They had full sway. If you watched Judy, Kathy, you did, right? Yeah, The yeah. sway they had over the physicality of their performers was they would have watchers who stopped them from eating, who, who prescribed uh, pills and all this stuff. And it was, uh, it was pretty common. Uh, Prep on ads that she was uh, bulimic in college, and after she lost the weight, she, she said uh, she met my father. She was talking about her mom. Uh, she was bulimic in college, okay. All right. And after she lost uh, weight, she met my father. So to her, being thin equaled success. Huh. Wow. Seven years ago, her mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, which uh, Prepon says was very shattering. Uh, but it put me in confrontation with our past and began the path to recovery. Uh, she hopes that sharing her story will encourage other mothers to be truthful about their struggles. Uh, she and her husband, Ben Foster, share Ella and had a baby boy whom they welcomed in February. We had her on the well. show, and she was very cool. Yeah, but uh, had no idea, idea about the, that part of her past. Uh, yes, who, what? Uh, Kathy oh, sorry, I didn't know. I, I, was try- I was trying to go with your flow, see if you're moving on or not. No, I was just going to say uh, I have a friend who had an eating disorder as a kid, and um, she's already seeing it in her young child, and wow. I don't think it's anything that she's putting on her child, but no. it's like it's just it's happening mm. and and she said she's you know she sees some of the things that um happened to her and and in her life and you know she's trying to obviously stop it yeah sometimes you you see traits of yourself in your kids and it, not necessarily something that you've trained them to do it's just they came they're a part of you and they may you know lean yeah in certain yeah. ways and so but but if she's you know, she's able to see that and maybe help her. That yeah. is wonderful. I mean, listen, there's also, um, you're not with your children. And I don't know how old this child is, Kathy, but, like, you're not with them all the time. And so, I, you know, this whole time you're talking, I'm thinking about, man, I, I've had body image issues ever since. I was probably in seventh or eighth grade. There was a kid in my neighborhood who called me a fat piece of S every single day oh, of man. my life. And, I, you know, and then I, but I, the problem is I believed it. I believed it. I believed it. And then I look back at pictures of me in eighth grade. I'm like, oh, man, yeah. I wasn't fat at all. Yeah, but I yeah. felt like a fat piece of ass Perception's because this reality. kid called me a fat piece of ass every single day. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. That suck. Look at you now. Look at me now. Now I'm a fat piece of ass. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Look at me now. You, you know what? I, you pass I have to tell you something. and you, I told you this off mic. <laughs> I, I, I don't think of you that way. I mean, your perception is your perception, and what you need to do is what you need to do, and I got it. But I don't ever... I don't think of... I just think of you as the, the word to come to mind would be stocky. You know, sure, which, sure. Husky. Husky. But not a fat piece of ass. I meant your successful broadcast. Oh, that's what I am. Yes, but that piece of... Yes, yeah, so screw that guy. Yeah, yeah, man. All right, last story. Kendall Jenner is not here for the claims that she isn't taking social distancing seriously. She's not here for that? The uproar started Tuesday when the model posted a shot of herself sitting in a red convertible on Instagram stories. And fo- a follower told her to stay home. She reshared the photo. 
And uh, she saw blowback and responded. Jenner saw blowback and responded, of course I'm staying home. Talk to the hand. Uh, t- <laughs> taking this quarantine V seriously. Uh, she can't spell seriously, can she? No, I mean, the, the, and she, I think. Oh, I thought should... she was spelling seriously. Silent V. No, <laughs> V, I guess, is for very. All seriously. right. Because it's too hard to write very. It, it is. Seriously is a longer word, you dumbass. Uh, but also not a bad idea to get some fresh air as long as you keep a safe distance from others and follow all guidelines. And she's right. I, she's absolutely right. In fact, today, as beautiful as it's going to be, yeah. please make sure you get out, get some time outside, get some fresh air, sit outside. Go, it's healthy it's to be It's not a problem to go out for a drive if you want to. Absolutely. All right. We're ready for clips, y'all. All right. Station 19 follows a group of heroic firefighters in the Seattle Fire Department. In this clip stars Boris Kodjo and Jaina Lee Ortiz discuss the importance of authenticity on the show. To have an opportunity to show yeah, parts of their lives comes with a little bit of responsibility. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that it's authentic, it's real. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that it's well-rounded. There's 360 degrees of their lives. They're not just firefighters, but they're also husbands and, and wives and, and partners, and they have to juggle that. And they suffer from PTSD and, and, and high rates of depression oftentimes. Where are y'all going right? <laughs> Nell actually plays the dispatcher on the series. <laughs> That guy's uh, one of those guys who is uh, painfully good-looking. Like, you look at him and you get angry yeah. at how good-looking he is. Isn't he the guy that uh, your wife has a past? No, that's... Sh- no. Shamon, Shamar, Shamu? Uh, Shamar... Moore. Moore. Shamar Moore, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Shamon. But he's of that style. He's just yeah. a I, super-duper handsome guy. There was an article on and, and whether it was Bro Bible or one of the other, you know, uh, male-skewing sites. Uh, and they, they had a guy. They said, okay... We relent. It's okay to think this guy's good looking. He's like one of those models, like your friend Casey from. Oh, uh, uh, what's his oh, name? Oh yeah, listen. Yeah, it's, Jason. Yeah, it's blatantly obvious when a dude is really good looking. You yeah. know that as a guy, yeah. you're like that dude. Yep, he's uh, he's got no problem. Uh, station. He must na- work out. He must work out. Station 19 <laughs> airs tonight at eight on ABC. Here's the next clip. Uh, a woman believes that she is being haunted, or hunted, I'm sorry, by a mysterious figure in The Invisible Man. In this clip, writer and director Lee Wanell uh, discusses being pitched the idea to remake the classic horror film. I went in for a meeting with, you know, some of the Blumhouse and Universal execs, and this character was floated. It was like, what do you think about The Invisible Man? I was pretty mystified as to why we were talking about that character in particular, but immediately... I started thinking about these opportunities to, to modernize the character and make him scary uh, for a modern audience. Yeah! Uh, the Invisible Man is available now on to rent on demand. Both of you guys have seen it. Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, there are things that uh, they do that, to update it that I think are really smart and savvy. And also, as Kevin Smith observed, you know, y- y- you don't have to do a lot to really make you go, "Oh man, this is this is tense," because. You know, he'll, he'll, Lee Wanell takes a an angle on a room, and she's looking across the room, looking for signs that there's something there, and that's enough to really drive the tension through the roof. Yep. All right, uh, that's the entertainment report for today. We do have uh, some stuff going on. When we get back, we're going to find out who the winners were from uh, Daily Rush Madness, which was round number four yesterday. Today, uh, we continue with round number five. We'll give you the matchups. We'll find out who won yesterday. I'll tell you how to uh, get out and vote for that. Please, you don't have to get out anywhere. Just go online and vote. 
Um, we also have Jim Jackson, play-by-play man for the Flyers and the Bills. Uh, we will talk to him, uh, just see what's going on in the world of a Philly sports. And uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky will about be on that? the show, too. And, yes, I know there are no sports. In fact, today was supposed to be opening day, but we'll <laughs> find out where things stand, where everybody's head is at, and so on, what the latest he's heard. I'm sure he's been following our sports. Of you course know, like he did. the Olympics yesterday. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, of course, what was the first one? We did We did the... Uh, March uh, Sadness. March Sadness yeah. as well. I'm sure he's been following very, very closely. In fact, <laughs> we should get him to do play-by-play. We should, models. yeah, yeah. Uh, which uh, one of our listeners yesterday, the video, I saw Marissa had posted it, uh, of him running around the house doing the Olympics. It was great. It was great. It was great. Thanks so much for doing that. You can watch those on our social media accounts. We're going to take a break and be back in a moment. Make sure that you stay with us. Small businesses are the backbone of our local communities. And right now, they could use our help. Introducing WMMR's Operation Shop Local, encouraging you to buy a gift card from your local business to use in the future. But the cash you spend helps the business right now during a rough time. You can also make a difference patronizing businesses, offering home delivery or curbside pickup. If you run a local business, go to WMMR.com and list your business in our directory of available goods and services. Operation Shop Local is a free service. WMMR is promoting this local business directory for our listeners to review and support when possible. We're all in this together. A message in the community interest from the Beasley Media Group and WMMR. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush I have got results to pass along to you and then some matchups to mention. Uh, We will begin with yesterday's uh, head-to-head competition. Uh, here are the winners from yesterday. It was Preston and Casey get grounded versus Casey's beautiful poop, if you will. Uh, All right. And the winner of that was 66% of the vote was Preston and Casey get grounded. So that moves on to the next round. Uh, the other matchup was Dinosaur Pileup, the band, yeah. versus Bajmir, which is rim job backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, by 91%, Bajmir yeah, won that one, so. I was kind of... Listen, yeah. I, I love those guys, but Bajmir is definitely... It was the most successful uh, scientific experiment in history. I yeah. agree. And then you had uh, the next matchup was Ronald Reagan's porn intro <laughs> versus Preston Learns French, which got uh, Sebastian Latou to call in yesterday. Yes. 83% of the vote. Ronald Reagan's porn oh, intro. Sorry, Sebastian. And then the last one was uh, Toyotathon Babies, Nick's Stroke, and the official representative of Delco versus Frozen Poles and Tongues. And it was the Toyotathon Babies, Nick's Stroke, and the official representative of Delco that won with 65% of the vote. So they move on. Now, today's matchups include in the Annabelle section, Intern Ben is a Cheater versus... <laughs> Versus Poosh, it's not a queef. So let's play a little clip. This was Intern Ben is a Cheater. Uh, yeah, that was an outrage. <laughs> God, that says I have a rheumatoid arthritis writing all this code. And over here, she says she had a Pop-Tart for breakfast. She has an A+. plus. <laughs> I love when you threaten to I'm sliding now. I'm going to put my foot so far up your ass. You're going to see my big toe coming out your nose. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right. We have to wrap this up. Oh, we do? Okay. Yeah. All right. That was when our intern, Ben, uh, had was a little out of breath. He started talking. His voice sounded really, really strange. It went up like three octaves. It did. All right. <laughs> That goes up against Poosh, it's not a queef. Let's take a listen to that. Here we go. So, Courtney oh my God. launched a um, uh, 
Her daughter, Penelope. All right, so here's the deal. She launched a beauty and lifestyle website on Tuesday morning, and it's called, listen to this name. Did you hear this? No, I did no. not. Poosh. Poosh. <laughs> Poosh. That sounds, sounds like, like a- another name for Queef. It's, it's exactly <laughs> what, what I wrote down. Right here, Casey. I was thinking this. I wrote the thing. word Queef right here. <laughs> all right, so... Those two going up against each other. You can vote for all the matchups. We'll just remind you what they are a little bit as the show, uh, bit by bit as the show goes on this morning. So, uh, PrestonandSteve.com. If you got something to do, you need something to do, you got something to do. You can go and watch the videos, and then you can place your vote. So, feel free to do that. Uh, Nick, Kathy, and Marissa from home once again today as we have our daily discussions and speaking of that, can I bring up something that is totally, completely unrelated to anything going on in the world right now? That's been a hallmark of our show for over 20 years. You're right. So, so go right not, ahead. Why not stick with it? This actually comes from the the Kelly Clarkson show. And she had on uh, Lucy Hale, who's from uh, Pretty Little Liars. Yes. Uh, and they were having a discussion, and they, they got caught up talking about what they referred to as teeth crushes. All right, so teeth crushes, meaning essentially someone who you you kind of have a, an attraction to simply just the smile. You think their smile is hot, their teeth are hot. All right, so yep. the delineation would be so just like you appreciate how perfect their teeth are or the smile, because I do know I have smile crushes. I think there's a maybe a difference between the two. Maybe they're being more specifically talking about just teeth, but I, I'm I'm open to the discussion of smile I think crushes so. too because. You don't need to have perfect teeth to have a great smile. Well, uh-huh. the the woman that I've uh, that I've been married to for a long time, uh, Claire, uh, when I first started dating, she had a smile, and I remember when she would smile and get it like a, huh. Huh. Uh, you know, like I found it intriguing and inviting, and 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 so on and so on. Some people have those instant smiles. I can see having a a teeth crush. Yeah, Rochelle's smile did it for me. It's infectious. She's, she's got a big toothy smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said she's got gorgeous teeth. And... Do you wish you had her smile? Oh my God, yes. Yeah. It would look weird in with fact, those big feminine lips. No, but it's <laughs> a, in, in fact, I'm like, please let my kids get her smile, I, you know, yeah. uh, because I don't have a great smile. I have, You can't see my the top row of my teeth very well. Yeah, I have Irish teeth and sadly all my cats got my teeth. Oh, they got yeah, your man. teeth. Big human yeah. Irish teeth. Sad. It's really sad. Uh, no, I, I'm, smiles are definitely a genetic thing, yeah. uh, you know, like the the way people's teeth fall in. And, and I got my dad, my I, my dad. Now my dad yeah. had a lot of uh, implants, you know, and, and everything. So now, as I said before, he could he can gnaw through metal. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, and and, and he it, it's it's the Irish curse along with small genitals. Uh, mm-hmm. No, but I I definitely have teeth envy. And listen, you know, the one thing I wish was different about my teeth is that you know, and and I did it to myself. I was a smoker, you know, so they're they're discolored and you know not uh, you know as white as I would like for them to be, but. I, I, when I see smiles and teeth, like I, you know, who's like Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. He's got a great smile. He's got a great set of teeth. Hi, Floyd. Hi. <laughs> hey, big boy. I love those. Why teeth. are you touching me? Uh, Why are you okay. touching me? I'll give you a celebrity uh, teeth crush. Okay. That I have, and I and um, it's killing me because I I'm re- forgetting her name right now. But I'll I'll tell you the movies that she's been in. Right. You guys remember exactly. She's from New Jersey because we've had her on the show before. 
Uh, she was on the show Heroes. She was also on... Allie Larder. Allie Larder. Yes. Allie Larder has an infectious I smile. love her smile. I think her smile is sexy. Yeah. And, 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 I, and by that, I mean her teeth specifically. Um, oh, and we're overlooking... Kathy has Kathy. a great... Kathy Kathy's just, got great teeth. Kathy, so all... <laughs> She's smiling right we now. We can see them. <laughs> see on our, uh, she looks like a, a caricature of Kathy. Based on. Uh, who was it? Remember that said, was it um, Chanel that said pretty teeth? Pretty oh, teeth. Pretty teeth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so were you? Were your parents, on, I mean, genetically, your family seems to have really solid teeth, yes? Yeah, you know what? Um, all three of us, me and my two brothers, uh, none of us had braces. We all have pretty straight teeth. Like every time we would go to the dentist, he was like, this is like an anomaly. I don't understand how all of you have straight teeth. But yeah, I was uh, fortunate enough to get. Your dad's teeth. got a little bit of a funky grill, though. Does... Well, that's because and yet my he banged dad. Janice job. <laughs> <laughs> that's because my dad, my dad never had a funky grill. He had a funky grill because he has no dental insurance and he hasn't gone to the dentist in years. That's uh-huh. his problem. Uh-huh. Okay, so genetically, I'm sure his teeth are fine. Right. He's just he hasn't cared for them properly. He has not cared for them at all. Okay. Um, any, any, it makes me angry. In case you guys, any <laughs> celebrity uh, teeth crushes somebody that because Ali Larder is just uh, I, I find it sexy. She's now now I, I know I can. Sandra Bullock always did it for me too. I always thought she had a great uh, set of. But teeth. that's not a. It's not a. It's more a. Uh, it's more just a smile. Smile. I don't think she exposes a lot of her teeth. I mean, we have some coworkers. Oh, I think she does. I think you do. Yeah, okay. She's got a big toothy smile. Wait, Steve. Let me let me guess who you're going to say. You know who it is. Down the hall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kristen Herman. Oh, Kristen Herman has yeah. a wonderful smile. That's not who he was going to say. Yeah. But yes, yeah. Kristen Herman from Bill her Weston. sister station, Ben <laughs> FM, mm-hmm. has, has a great, big, like, you can't help but smile when she smiles. Blue Blue she smiles. She smiles a lot, too, which is just infectious. It is, yes, absolutely. Uh, 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 one of our salespeople, Lauren, yeah, we has, were gonna has say, a great infectious we were gonna smile. Say Lauren Henwood is, yeah. is our favorite smile. But a lot of that is her eyes, too, because when she smiles, she, her eye, she, she squints her eyes. And when people, when their eyes get smaller, you know they really mean it's a big smile. that they're very happy. Trish, as well uh, here. Trish has a great smile, yeah. Uh, uh, Paul Blake, <laughs> uh, he's got a big, beautiful smile. No, what about what about celebrities? Any celebrity uh, <sighs> smiles? I mean, the one that that stands out, I think, is and and I, Julia Roberts has a great. Uh, it's a, set a little of too tea. much. It's yeah, a little she's got, too she's got a much. great set of chompers, uh, but like, and she does a commercial. I forget what perfume it's for. Where she's um, it's these bizarre artsy commercials. Yeah, but um, when Lancome. she's Lancome, Lancome, it looks like she has a piano in her mouth. Uh, yeah. uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise has a great smile. But his, you know, I, you know, and listen, it's nothing against Tom Cruise, but he needed to alter it. Like, his weren't as natural. You know, if you recall, his two, first yeah. two teeth were off-centered, and, and he had braces for a little while to to correct it. So, um, you can tell braces' teeth from, like, a braces' perfect smile versus, like, a natural perfect smile. You think smile. Yeah, you can? I know what you mean, Casey. Yep. Yes. You can totally tell the well, difference. And also, Casey, people who have had the work done. Like, so, we've talked about, like, Morgan Freeman. Uh, ben Affleck's teeth have changed over the years, too. When Ben Affleck was in Goodwill Hunting versus Armageddon, it's a vastly different set of teeth. All right. I have a teeth crush on Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a big smile. You know whose smile is too big and it's her birthday today is Kira Knightley. Uh, gorgeous. But it's, yeah, like, but she, like, <laughs> tops and bottoms. Like, I mean, it's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of teeth come out when she smiles. Hey, Case, I can tell the Invisalign teeth. Oh, really? Over, like, regular tr- uh, train track, Ed? 
So what? Braces well, teeth. What's the What's the tip off on in the Invisalign teeth, Kathy? I think something with their mouth. Like it's just the way. I think it might be because it, it's not natural. Like you figure your your teeth, you know, grow in the way your mouth is positioned and shaped. And, what do you pry their jaws open like a horse when you're looking? <laughs> no, but they're they're reshaping it all, so it's huh. like it, it almost looks a little bit awkward. All right, Marissa, you wanted to jump in. Yeah, we can't hear you. I was having an issue earlier uh, in queue. Sorry about that, but we'll have to find out what, what it is you wanted earlier. Hang on. Zach has a, a, a comment to make on the phone. Hi, Zach. Good morning. Morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, for some reason, every time I smile at my fiance, she looks at me and calls me Mr. Sexy Teeth. Mr. Mr. Sexy, Sexy Teeth. So I guess that is a thing, that, that it can be uh, considered a, a sexual uh, attraction. Just the Give teeth, someone a tooth job. The smile alone. Mr. Sexy hey. Teeth. Zach, did you have braces? No, never. Wow. When you were dating, did other women say that to you? No, this is the only person that's ever said this to me. All right, but when you look in the mirror, are you happy with your smile? I am. Okay. Well, All you right. know what? Mama June Shannon's Thanks. boyfriend, uh, they call him Sexy Gums. Yeah. Sexy Gums. <laughs> Yo, I'm watching. Are you, is anybody watching Tiger King right we now? We started watching started it last watching night, it. Casey. I was about to say the same thing. There are so many people missing teeth on that show. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, come on, man. It's, it's an oh amazing. It's on Netflix. If, you, if, you're, if you're looking for something to watch oh at home. It, I, I'm, I, so to me, I just, like McMillions was a documentary that I just loved. This is, this is firing on all cylinders. Here you go. Just... Start the first episode. Yeah, two minutes. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need. Two minutes. Yeah, and if you aren't in, then uh, oh no no no, God help you. Yeah, how many episodes? Maybe are you thirty in? seconds. We're just one episode. Oh, in. Oh my God, oh, I know. Preston, just Cho, wait. Show was texting your wife last night. Oh really? Okay. And, and Diane goes, "Oh, just you wait. Just wait." And because my wife watched it all. <laughs> it's unbelievable. My wife is watching it for the second time with me, and every single time something happens, I look over at her, and she's looking at me like. Yeah, this is really happening. Yeah. Did Tiger, you guys, like, Tiger King is what it's called. I'm watching it because of Casey's wife. I saw her post something. I'm like, okay, I need to watch this. It's great. It's great. <laughs> Did you see the one about the uh, the yoga instructor, the guy who's, um, uh, it's another, I think it's on, it's either on Amazon Prime or on Netflix. It's that same sort of thing, this lunatic. No. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll send you the link just for the trailer and watch it, but it's in the <laughs> But anyway, the Tiger, the, the Tiger King's anyway, first teeth husband like. yeah. is uh, missing some teeth. <laughs> And Casey, one of those guys who's missing teeth, goes and look at me now. He's talking about where he came from. Look at me now. He's got two teeth in his head. Yeah, look at you now, dude. It's a messed up show, and I can't wait for it to get more and more effed up because I know it is going to. All right, so teeth crushes. Yes, that's what we were uh, talking about. See, I um, misunderstood because when you said crushes, I was thinking like grinding your teeth. No, no, no. I was thinking envy. Right, so like, oh, well, I, yes. like I don't want to bang Floyd Mayweather's teeth. I just want to have them. God, I really want to bang Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Mr. Mayweather, can I get an autograph, please? No, this is what? not teeth envy. Okay, it's, uh, teeth, okay. Teeth. What's your Question? name? Yes, Preston, Nick? I got another one for you. Uh, right. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley oh, has a beautiful smile. Almost and and perfect. a really nice set of teeth. Yeah, yes, exactly. Leslie Mann. Uh, Leslie Mann, Leslie Mann. Yep, she's, yes. got, uh, she's got beautiful teeth. Uh, I like, uh, another teeth crush is, uh... Patty Smith. No. <laughs> but I love her armpits. Her armpits are awesome. Uh, no, uh, Haley Steinfeld. Another one. Yeah. And I think she has a slight little gap, too. A sometimes, gap is fine. Sometimes the gap Absol- can add a little bit. I, I sort of hate when they correct that. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, flaunt the imperfection, I as the Van China crisis said. I also like a little snaggle. I don't mind uh, a snaggle on like uh, okay. the uh, 
Not the front two teeth. Do, do, do you get turned off slightly when one of the upper snaggle tooths pro, uh, protrudes through the lower part of the chin? That is a kind of a turn off for okay. me. Okay. Yeah. So Jewel Casey, you like Jewel's teeth? I like I like her snaggle. Oh, okay. you know another another local uh, uh, teeth crush. I think a lot of us probably had is uh, she doesn't work anymore, but Beth uh, yes. from her oh, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Beth had yeah. a perfect yeah. smile. Oh, she did perfect. perfect. Teeth. There's, there also has to be. There's a lot of things that uh, there are other ancillary oh. things that are contributing to that smile. As you said, whether the eyes light up, uh, whether there's a bat in the cave, you know, right. stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, some texts are coming in, and they're they're hitting everybody uh, that I love, and I had forgotten about this. Rachel McAdams has one of the most stunning smiles, and I have a total teeth crush on her. As also, wow. when you really see it kick in, is in Wedding Crashers. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, where yeah. that's where you fall in love with, uh, yeah. you know. See, my wife notices teeth more than, I think, anybody else. She, my wife worked in the dental industry for a number of years, and oh, she... Right. Yeah, so uh, I had no idea that Chip Gaines, uh, so Chip and Joanna from uh, Fixer Upper, he had... Um, if you see earlier episodes, he had some... He had a messed up grill, and now his teeth are perfect. And then... <laughs> She also told me, Kathy, yeah. when you see somebody with a smile where all of their top teeth are, like, in a perfect line. Yeah. You know, like. Um, there's a line. Uh, well, no, he's talking that there's, there's, oh, no, there's no noticeable, like, canines. Yeah. Like, they're, it, they're, um, yeah. it almost looks like they're wearing a mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. Right. And even if they're. Uh, my wife said that's, that's actually not that. It's not good. It's not like a health. That's not a healthy smile. Like, you're grinding your teeth. Huh. You you want a little bit of a, right. rigidity. I just made irregularity. Up that word, yeah, to, to the length. Yeah, I no, I agree. Everything's not perfect. Do you know uh, Barry Gibb? Um, the, uh, yeah. the, the the lead Gibb Halsey. If you notice Halsey, she's got a you know the singer. She's got a really pretty smile, but you'll notice that like all of her teeth are basically the same length. Uh, this text says Emma Stone has a beautiful smile. Yeah, she yeah. does. I, like her I smile. fell in love with her the first time I ever saw her on screen because of the way she smiles with her dimples squeezed and her eye smile as now, well. I don't have dimples, but when I do smile, I will manually force dimples with my fingers. Okay, you actually put your fingers up <laughs> yeah, to the yeah. sides of your cheeks? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Giada De Torres. Is that how you say her name? Giada. Giada. Giada? Giada from uh, Food Network. Yeah. She's got a big toothy smile. Giada. Yeah, I forgot how you See, it's like her name. Uh, guys like Will Ferrell can get away with, I mean, he basically just has like a whole bunch of nails in his mouth. That's you're me. right. Yeah. You're right. Um, his are really crooked. Yeah. But, I, you know, unfortunately, women uh, are not held to the same standard okay. that men are. This is a bad smile. We just pulled up a picture of Giada, <laughs> yeah. and that's a little too many teeth. So when you watch, we're talking about uh, documentaries. Like, if you watch the show McMillions, there is an FBI agent who has the most annoying smile, clamps down his teeth. <laughs> Are you talking about Agent Cowper? Agent Cowper, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, Do you guys ever see somebody who has perfect top teeth, but then they just ignore their bottom teeth? Yeah, yeah like it's like a bodybuilder who skips well, the legs. Yeah, right. so so <laughs> next time you see him smile, Rudy Giuliani has great top teeth. His bottom teeth are disgusting. Huh. I wonder if that feeds into the lisp. It's it's well, it's really just it's off putting because he's got a really nice set of teeth up top, and then the bottom he's just like, nah, screw it. Dear okay. Rudy Giuliani, I love your top teeth. But your bottom teeth suck. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably gotten a letter like that before. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, here's somebody says Isla Fisher has a petite, cute smile uh, and has a sense of mischievousness to it. Who has who has an off-putting smile? We talked about we talked about uh, Agent Cowper from McMillions, but uh, who? Freddie Mercury. 
Freddie Merck. Well, oh, man. Yeah. 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 Those are, those are no, that was an iconic smile. Oh, yeah. 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 But those teeth are, they're horse teeth. Yes. They're, he they, had some sort of, like, jaw displacement as well, right? I, I think so. It reminds me of Casey, what was the movie? Don the Horse. Uh, it was oh, Hot to Trot. Hot to Trot. You remember how his, his teeth helped him win the race? That, yes. His teeth were so bucked. <laughs> That's what I think of when I see Freddie Merck. Do you know who else? Uh, the Aliens. In Alien, uh, the movie. Yeah, they all had ex- draws oh, extended yeah, the mandibles all, all the way out. God, yep. It was such a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So Patricia Arquette has a, uh, a snaggle, Casey. Mm-hmm. She does. Um, and It's yeah. good for eating horseshoe crab. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so there are diff- two different kinds of snaggles. And there's a snaggle out, which is what she has, I believe. And then Jules is more of a snaggle in. If that makes any sense to you. <laughs> I like it's that. like an innie and an outie yeah, in a snaggle, snaggle department. Out, yeah, snaggle in. Uh, some people are commenting, uh, Steve, Hallmark's Lacey Chabert. Lacey Chabert has a one, so, so to me, she's a very, uh, she's an attractive girl next door type. She's got that lisp. She does have that lisp. It's yeah. cinnamon cookie for Christmas. Um, but uh, yeah, they were talking about the, having a, a, a teeth crush and uh, not just smiles, but, but specifically the teeth. Uh, but I, I see it I, 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 again, but I think a lot of the smile is away from the teeth and in the eyes. I think even a smile when you when you look beyond the the physical standards of what is attractive, meaning slender and so on right. and so forth, that a smile can can just overpower all of that. Absolutely, you can you can have various things that are that are by the you know the social norms considered attractive or unattractive. But that smile can make it. Boom. Elephant Man, John Merrick had an incredible smile. Absolutely, you Ding. never noticed it though. Yeah, you, you have to... I'm going to show you my new one. It's called Magnum. Okay, <laughs> my new look. I no. actually don't like uh, Lacey Chabert's teeth. I do. Yeah, and I, I don't want to hear any negative I'm commentary so about sorry. Lacey Chabert. But she has a similar, I think, teeth to uh, Hillary Swank. There's something about it I don't like. Mm, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, people are a lot of people have uh, commented that um, Jennifer Aniston has beautiful, beautiful teeth and a wonderful smile. And that is she yeah, uh, it, is she plastic surgering up a little bit now? Who? Jennifer Aniston, I oh, have she noticed. did a long time ago. What? Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Well, she, she had just, her nose done ages ago. Yeah, yeah. she got her nose. She had, she had other stuff done, but she just does she does it. Uh, Slightly different, where it's not completely morphing her face, yeah. um, but it is just a bit. But she did it years ago. I like uh, not only her her teeth in particular, but the smile, the way the her the shape of her mouth when she smiles, I think is super duper cute. See, I can't. I love her to death, but sometimes I have a hard time watching her because the whole from like the nose and all around the mouth, like that's where her work was done, and it's not really moving properly when I watch her. Huh, I haven't I haven't picked up on that. Okay. I'm so ugly that I, I don't, I, I tend to just say, okay, yeah. well, good for them. God, Kathy, you shallow yeah. individual. Oh, you, you know who, who kills me is Renee Zellweger. Like, she had so much work done around her uh, lips that yeah. it, part of it is paralyzed and doesn't move. Yet she, I, she looks better, I think, than she's looked in a long time. Maybe She, she... does look good, but she just, just watch when she smiles. Her, her smile is only half working. Uh, <laughs> here's a good one. Uh, Natalie Dormer. Yeah, she has that crooked smile. Like one side goes up. These texts are coming in, and and that's super duper. Sexy. Natalie Dormer is yeah. also very much so in Captain America: The First Avenger. Yeah, is and anybody, all through Game of Thrones. Did you watch Mythic Quest at all yet? No, I have not. Oh, the girl. No, no uh, Nick. What is the character's name? 
The, Aussie, I, the Australian yeah. girl, right? Oh, yeah, my God. She has a, a crooked smile, and you're right, Casey. It's adorable. She's sort of a, a mousy kind of girl, but very yeah. – uh, and she's she's funny. She's good. I, I believe I, she's Asian, but she's got an Australian accent, and she's talks to the man. side of her. Oh, my God. And she's a man. <laughs> Uh, hey, am I the only one on the show that uh, had braces? I, Nick, I know that you did the Invisalign for for a hot minute. But... Well, yeah, but you know why I did the Invisalign uh, as an adult was because I didn't wear my freaking retainer after mm-hmm. braces. Okay, so you did have braces. Okay. okay. Yeah. Did you press yeah, me too? No, I, I refused. Uh, they said I should, and I should have. But at the time, man, and, you know, it was like the late 1970s when they told me that I needed braces. Braces were, they looked horrible. They looked terrible. Horrible. They, they were they, you're not. You're not doing that. All the rubber bands and plumbing. And, they, oh and there was, God, was so much metal on your mouth. I never had to do rubber bands. That's only like uh, to correct um, like your jaw, jaw displacement. Yeah, okay. yeah. Hey, do um, they still do the, like, are they still the metal looking braces yeah. or has they that They have changed? ones that are so much better now that uh, that are actually cool. I'm uh, One of my nieces or nephews, I remember getting super excited to get braces because they could do different color patterns and all this stuff. Yeah, Kath, they, I mean, it's, it's really a choice and it might be a choice. As to like, you have to be a candidate in order to have uh, like the Invisaligns and stuff like that. But um, press, I think I had middle child syndrome because I couldn't wait to get braces. I wanted to stand out somehow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like I wanted glasses. I wanted braces. I wanted something to stand out. Casey, yeah. my, my parents came to me at one point and said, <laughs> "We can get you braces or a penile implant." Uh-huh. I went with the penile implant. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and you know what? It didn't take. <laughs> I wouldn't mind doing uh, doing some kind of Invisalign or something like that, but when Nick was doing it, <laughs> we kept making fun of him because it just it, it didn't sound right on the radio. It, it did not in in life. Just talking to each other, you don't pick up on it, but these microphones pick up just every right. last little detail of what's well, they, going they on to, in your mouth. They also had to grind uh, my teeth down too before, <sighs> and then because uh, yeah, because then I had caps put on. So like, if you're working in broadcasting, for example, getting yes. Invisalign, like you'd have to take a couple of weeks off, Preston, because it, it just it really messes with your mouth for a you little know what, while. The, the more you wear them, the the less you can hear it in somebody. Because right. Matt Cord had yeah. them too, and yeah. he he used to wear them all the time, and then eventually you just. You couldn't tell he had them in. When, when Matt Cord first started getting his teeth, like, I guess, Zoom whitened or whatever. Oh, my God. It was like a lighthouse. And even he knew it. And they and they yeah. tell you that when you first get them, they get, they're going to look weird for a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because Alfred, you're just, wait, I'm bright. getting they it look, done. They look artificial for Kathy, a while. you can I'm stand on a beach and keep ships from crashing Happy. into it. You don't need to get in Zoom whitening. Your don't teeth do look it. fantastic. Your teeth are fine. There's no discoloring. Yeah. No, I mean, your breath little... smells bad, but, like, your teeth <laughs> are great. Oh, it's, it bit. smells like a crap wagon, but <laughs> the... Yeah, Kathy, you'll notice it when they compare it. You know, if you go to the dance, they say, here, here's what bright looks like, and they hold it next to your teeth, or they say, you have a little bit of graying in there, then you'll notice it, but you're, you have... You have pretty teeth. Yeah, See, you... I think mine are like yellowing just a bit from probably all the coffee that we drink. But oh, she's got they te- are. They're, teeth they're dysmorphia. Gross, yeah. <laughs> they're disgusting. Stop it, Nick. They're not. They're my not name is Cassie Romano. <laughs> I want to get my teeth. I want to get them more whitened up. Yeah, when I was watching uh, Tiger King last night, I was like, that guy has teeth like Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> See? This is why I need to get them whitened. All right. I knew it. Anyway, I thought it'd be a nice discussion, but I'd never heard the term teeth crushes before. And I have always thought of people of having beautiful smiles, but apparently some do have a, a bit of a crush on teeth alone. Like that's the main part of the sexiness of someone. It, it can be conducive yeah. to it. I yeah. certainly think so. Yeah. I definitely fell in love with my wife's smile. No doubt. Right Let's face bat, it, you, yeah. you, you see, if, if a relationship starts up, it's usually a while before you see the vagina. So the thing you're going to see first. Yeah. yeah. 
times. Right? Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so this has been your non-coronavirus conversation. We, uh, hey! Went somewhere else. Well it was wonderful. All right, well, listen, I want to take a break because I got some Bizarre File stories I would love to share with you a little bit later on in the program. Our buddy Jim Jackson uh, from the Flyers is checking in. We'll see what's going on in his world, what he's hearing as far as, you know, whatever, the the future of the NHL and baseball because today would have been uh, the home opener, or the, at least the uh, the season opener. Uh, Director Drew Pinsky will be joining us and more Daily Rush Madness, all that stuff. We'll be back in a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Five-finger death punch. Disturbed. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Let's do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. All right, we'll begin with this one. People are looking for signs of the apocalypse right now. So hikers passing by a creek Tuesday came across a decidedly biblical-looking scene. Uh, this was in Canada. Instead of its normal color, uh, the Etobicoke Creek was flowing bright red. Oh, well, there you go. There it is. It's blood. Runs red with blood. Uh, video showed the flowing water running red in the creek, which straddles several municipalities west of Pearson International Airport. According to the Public Works, the red... The Blood Red River was not brought on by divine intervention, but rather by a spill. The agency said 400 liters of red ink spilled, in, spilled into the creek. Oh, that's got to do the river really good. Right? The Ministry of the... Is this in Canada, you said? Uh, yeah. The yeah. Environment and uh, Conservation and Parks are on the site, and cleanup is underway, according to Public Works. Uh, according to Twitter, a, the Twitter user who posted the video, the unusual scene was visible in a stretch of the creek. Uh, social media users were quick to respond with quips <sighs> referencing the Bible. Yeah, of course, that's what you're going to think. And, uh, including several pointing out that the appearance of the Red River comes just two weeks ahead of the Passover holiday, which recalls the biblical story of the ten plagues. Uh, the environmental impact of the spill, uh, they're, they're assessing that and are calling for stricter environmental standards. All right, this is a pretty wild story, and not, and, and this has happened before. Two Colorado men went into the wilderness in search of treasure and only one of them came back alive. The pair had set out from the Denver area on March 17th to visit Dinosaur National Monument along the Utah-Colorado border to search for Forest Fens treasure. Yeah. Forest Fens, yeah. Yep, a bounty rumored to be worth around $2 million that an eccentric New Mexico antique stealer said he hid somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. Now, thousands have searched for the treasure since Fenn announced the hunt in 2010 when he offered clues to the treasure's location in a self-published memoir called The Thrill of the Chase. Fenn, who is 89 years old, has said that he hoped that the hunt would push more people outside to enjoy the wilderness. But over the years, some have died during their quest, including at least four Colorado men. I didn't see that coming. Uh, Fenn said in an email, what happened was tragic. My heart and prayers go out to the family and friends. Wow. Now, Michael Wayne Sexton, who is 53, uh, and an unnamed 65-year-old man set up from Denver last week. The pair rented snowmobiles. When they arrived at Dinosaur National Monument and roared Wednesday into the wilderness, they had a copy of Fenn's book in their vehicle. Uh, they brought a few candy bars and a couple of bottles of water along as they traversed into remote terrain near the northwest boundary of the park. Candy bars? Yeah, listen, it's 
These they, aren't uh, practice hikers, are no, they? They're not. At some point, there wasn't enough snow on the ground to ride on. The pair abandoned their snowmobiles. They pressed forward on foot. Uh, they were not dressed appropriately for the conditions, even for a day trip, and definitely not dressed for if something happened and they couldn't get out of there. On Wednesday night, the person who rented the snowmobiles to the men called the sheriff's office to report they hadn't returned, and on Thursday morning, a wife of one of the men reported him missing. I'm afraid At- they might have run out of candy. As the search got underway, authorities quickly realized that uh, the same men had res- had uh, been rescued from the Wild Mountain area just two weeks before. They were doing the same thing two hey, weeks before and had to be rescued. Come on. In that incident, the two were riding snowmobiles and they became stuck in deep snow. They were unable to call 911. I'm sorry, they were at that point, and they were rescued the same day unhurt. This time... Authorities started to search in the same area where the men had previously been rescued. Uh, the teams found the men's truck on Friday. The snowmobiles were discovered on Saturday, about five miles from the road. The men were found Saturday afternoon, about four days after they left. They had made it about a mile from their abandoned snowmobiles. So what's the belief here, Preston? The, the belief is that this is legit. He actually did put yeah. that money out there. I know there have been yeah. some cynics who say this is just a ploy. Uh, the men were found within five miles of the site of uh, the February 29th rescue in steep Rocky Mountain terrain. Uh, Sex, uh, Sexton was dead when rescuers oh. reached the pair. The 65-year-old man was treated at a hospital later and released. The survivor said that at some point that they tried to get out of there uh, where they could, uh, where, where they were so they could call 911. They knew they were in a bad situation. Uh, Sexton's cause of death is pending. Uh, the sheriff said, though, I believe it will be ruled an accident. There were no signs of foul play. Now, Fenn, who has previously urged treasure hunters not to go out during the winter or go into dangerous places, has faced criticism after each death. In 2017, police urged him to end the treasure hunt, something Fenn has so far refused to do. He did not answer a question about whether he would consider calling off the search on Tuesday. Pretty wild, right? I mean, yeah, as... As this starts to go on and on, and he might pass away before. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this I, is I, old. I think that's his plan. I think he's just going to leave it out there, and someday someone will find it. Well, we is. hope. Last story. Someone in Kentucky tested positive for the coronavirus after they attended a coronavirus party for people in their 20s, is according to Governor Andy Bashir. So the idea is, like, uh, people have chicken pox parties and, and all that stuff where you, they, they want to... Or are they just celebrating it sort of with a wry sense of humor? I think that might be it. I don't, uh-huh. I don't, I don't think the, the the idea is to give it to you and you can have antibodies fight it off. I don't think that's it. But uh, uh, the governor said anyone who goes uh, to something like this may think they're indestructible, but it's somebody else's loved one that they're going to hurt. Uh, Bashir did not say when, where, or how many people attended what he called a coronavirus party, but the governor criticized it as a callous act that could put people in grave danger. Bashir. Uh, This is the part where I, the person, he said, that tells everyone to be calm, have to remain calm myself. This one makes me mad, and it should make you mad. Uh, As he gave residents an update on the outbreak, Bashir took time to praise the actions of some in the community. But the governor stopped during the middle of the press conference, warning people not to hold any more coronavirus parties. (laughs) They're having an issue here. Yeah, Right, you see that, Kathy? Yeah, yeah. There, there was one locally, and and somebody's like doorbell cam um, caught the the people going in and out of the neighbor's house, and like you know multiple different right. people. Like they clearly were having a party. They said they partied until two a.m. and I think the video they, they, shows a different person coming in and out of the house. Yeah. They rented an Airbnb, right? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yep. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm. Uh, not a good idea. Don't no, do, do not do that. 
All right, we'll uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a moment or two. We still got the Daily Rush Madness uh, matchups. We'll give you another one when we get back. Jim Jackson, JJ will be joining us about an hour or so. And, uh, more stuff. Stay there. We'll be back in a little bit. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. Yeah, I got another matchup for you. You're going to have to vote and let us know which of these videos moves on to the next round. We are in the Hey Bitches part of our bracket system. And the two going head-to-head this time around is Caitlin Dines Out. Wow. Against Steve's soap opera Identity Crisis. Let's reminisce for just a moment, shall we? Caitlin dines out. Here we go. Kylie Jenner has been crowned the world's youngest self-made billionaire by Forbes. We talked about that last week. And she was spotted celebrating with her father, Caitlin Jenner. Boop, boop. At a fancy dinner at Nobu. We're going to burn this mother down, Nobu. At a fancy Daddy. dinner at Nobu's in Malibu. Transgender in the his a. Nick, you've eaten there before. I sure have. Do you see Caitlin there? I did not, but uh, apparently... Listen, that gentleman over there with the beard, I want to send him a bottle of Cavassier. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the baseball cap. <laughs> I took my hat off for the Nobu. And I closed the place, by the way. What's his name? He says he's in broadcasting. <laughs> Be still my heart. He shut that He could probably down. hear it because it's the size of a Volvo engine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Caitlin dines out, and that's going up against uh, Steve's soap opera identity crisis. And let's see if we recall this Daily Rush video. Oh, we got uh, soap opera music. Are now. you serious? Yes. Here we All go. All right. Let's try this out. Here we go. Yes. yes. I have to tell you something. Wait, was that it? No, I just hit the wrong button. Uh, we don't have a lot of music. Uh, <laughs> we ran out of music. I have something to uh, tell you. We have very little theme music. Uh, wait a minute. Hold no, no, on. no. Start over okay, again. Here, there we go. Fat fingers. I have something to tell you. You know, I've been in this wheelchair for the better part of ten years. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say you could walk. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I don't even remember that at no, all. Not at all. Oh, that's great. All right, vote for which one you want to win. You'll have to watch those uh, videos at PrestonandSteve.com to re-remind you, or not re-remind you, to just remind you. Of uh, what those videos are. I'm going to go with re-remind you, Please re-remind yourself. Because maybe you've been reminded and you need it to be reminded again. One more time. Yeah. All right, PrestonandSteve.com. Go to it. Hey, real just a a short, quick note. Today is going to be 62 degrees in sunshine. And I saw this story that said uh, the secret to happiness is being outside. Uh It is. Really is. And what was it? Tuesday was really good weather. Yep, Tuesday was good. So uh, is we, that Jerry Romano speaking on the microphone? <laughs> uh, maybe. No. If if you need a mood lift, just go for a walk and obviously keep your distance from others. New data from the World Happiness Index shows that just getting some fresh air, particularly while doing activities like gardening and running, provides the highest level level of acceleration. Exo- <laughs> Exhilaration. It provides the highest level of acceleration. Of acceleration. You can go faster on a nicer day. My wife was out in the backyard on Tuesday. She sat out, was reading a book, and then went and did some gardening. And just that alone, you may say, ah, I don't need to. Ah, I don't know. Do it. I, I, I can't implore you enough to get on. Because also, Preston, that's a sense of, again, normalcy. Kathy? 
Yeah, you know what? Um, so my mom has the cure to the coronavirus. I, I forgot to tell you guys this. Oh, and it, and tell. it's to go outside in the okay. sun. Okay. All right. That's, the sun will do it, right? Well, yeah. But here. you know what I was saying last week? Yeah, don't forget, like, you – yes, we, we are confined to our, our houses and, and uh, you know, we can't go out to public places, but you can – just go outside. You have if you have a backyard or I mean, unfortunately, yeah. I was talking to my cousin who lives in an apartment and she doesn't have a deck or anything like that. She said there was a lot of people in her courtyard, so like yeah. she was having a hard time getting her daughter out. But listen, if if you can, just go outside. Yeah, and the sun can help. I mean, it, it certainly doesn't hurt. I mean, you know? honestly, if you need to hop into the car and go out to a, a parking lot somewhere yeah. and just sit on the uh, just yeah. and you sit can on the do that car. for Christ's sake yes yeah. uh, but Nick, i will so, say that, oh i'm sorry i thought you sorry come on Kathy. we raise hands around here yeah yeah you just can't tell who he i'm was, pointing at i know pointing he was pointing at the pointing, phone. i thought it was me like i'm pointing at you <laughs> nick go ahead uh no i have a question for the for the general public because i'm getting conflicting reports um what is the status of valley forge national park because i wanted to go over there today. Nick, that's that's historical gonna, site nick that's what i was actually no, 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 go- going to address nick okay so so uh yellowstone and grand tetons and several national parks are starting to close yeah. uh their gates but valley forge you can still drive through but i so don't you know can't, which parts nick. of the park you, okay. you, can't, you can't now, and I don't know when that changed because um, this weekend it was opened, um, but they're saying that people were not uh, – they were not practicing social distancing. There was too many people there, um, and so they've, they've actually – because at first it was just the, the buildings and the restrooms and, and their facilities that were closed, and the trails all remained open, um, but Valley Forge Park has closed, and they're, they're asking you not to go there. But some of the state parks that, that they're closing, they're, they're leaving their trails open, so you can still go there, like Tyler State Park – in Bucks County, still has its trails open. Uh, somebody had suggested, because you remember at the Camp Out for Hunger, we tried a little experiment uh, where we sent Nick outside to enjoy the sun. Yes. And uh, I think we've all forgotten this because it came and went so quickly. Uh, use your Show your butthole to the sun. And, the healing and, properties yes. of the sun on your rectum. We yeah. know that this is a fact mm-hmm. or not. N- Nick doesn't have coronavirus. No, no. Is yes. There is, yeah. There's data to suggest that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Sun on the rectum, damn near saved them. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. And Nick, you can actually today. watch you can actually watch NBC ten today. Deanna Durante is going to address the Valley Forge issue. Okay. Well, okay. again, besides if you can't make it out to there are a whole bunch of open spaces where you could get to if you are in the city and you are not able to distance yourself the way you'd like to, you can get there. Just take just whatever you do, get outside. Now, one of one of the many things that uh, that is uh, people are being or having an, seeing an effect on uh, with uh, you know our conditions, our current conditions. Uh, and I thought about this when when the mandates started to come down that, you know, you shouldn't go anywhere and, and businesses were closing because uh, it's getting close time for me to get a haircut. I can start I can start to see and I'm like, OK. Uh, and when when my hair goes too long, it's a pain in the ass. I have to use a lot of product to get it to, you know, otherwise you've seen it. And you know how my yes, things are. Yeah. When I, when you I don't you look like uh, you're in kid and play. So I so to use all the product and all that stuff, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm not going to be able to get my hair cut. It's going to look ridiculous by the time this whole thing is over. <laughs> uh, Kathy, you wanted to say something real quick? No, yeah, no, just addressing that. They uh, actually, my my hair salon is offering at home kits. Now, it's not going to help you, but it's for people who dye their hair because oh, they're saying okay. in three to four weeks we're going to know everyone's hair color. So right, right. they're actually doing take home kits where you can take it home and dye your own hair. Well, here's here's an audio clip from uh, Pink, the singer, the yeah. performer. 
uh, she was at home and she's doing these little, you know, at home diaries of what's going on. And uh, this is kind of fun. I don't know if we have the whole thing, but I'll, I'll play what we have because she, well, we don't. It's only 22 seconds long. So she was, um, uh, she was up. She also says, I don't know how much you've been drinking during this time off, but I've been doing a lot of it. I've been too. I've been doing a little extra. All right. Uh, but she apparently gets inspired. Of course. When she, when she gets buzz on. And uh, let me play this clip and see where it is here. When I drink, I get really, really brilliant ideas. Mm-hmm. By the way, she's eating pretzels while yeah. she's doing this. That's what the noise is. Last night, I got an idea. I can cut hair. Oh, man. <laughs> I can totally cut hair. Why have I been paying people all this time? Look what I did. <laughs> what do you think? She shaved down the sides. Oh, okay. she, yeah, yeah. She, she can already pull off the short hair thing, though. That's about this side. A little, a little lower on that side. I think I'm looking pretty good. <laughs> and she effed up one. There's like one edge that just sort of sticks out and oh, one sort man. of flap. Yep. So I did see a few days ago, I think it was on, might have been on ABC World News in the morning that I see that there are people, and of course you can find them on YouTube, how to cut your own hair if you need to do that <laughs> right now. I would never try to cut my own hair. So there, remember that years ago there was the big thing is that Ted Turner cuts his own hair. He, that's his, yeah. well, and, and it looked like it. And remember the Floby? The oh, Floby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yep. can do that yourself. You <laughs> attach it to your vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For the longest time, my mom cut our hair in the kitchen. And she's not a hairstylist. She just had scissors. Oh, And that oh, was really? pretty, yeah, that was... But I don't. I don't even remember how old I was when I actually started going to a barber. Yeah. Um. But that was just the norm. For Same me. with us. Same yeah. with us. We would get. Our, I mean, it, occasially my mom would sit us down in the uh, in the kitchen, put the cloth on the floor, do the whole deal, and we yeah. she'd, she'd cut our hair because uh, kids' hair for yeah. Christ's sake. Yeah. Uh, I remember going to the barber. It was uh, I think it was called Kids Cuts in uh, the McDade Mall, and I went in there with like it, it was <laughs> either a, a Tiger Beat or a Teen Beat magazine, and it was a picture of Billy Zabka, and I was like, I want my hair to look like this. Oh Billy Zabka. Oh, my God. That's, he's so hot. He's like Floyd Mayweather. I'm wondering if anybody has, is attempting to do this, uh, to cut their own hair, 215-263-WMMR, first time ever. Uh, I'm curious if you've had success or huh. terrible failures. Or dye jobs. But there are people who F up dye jobs all the time. Kath? No, the dyeing situation, even that take-home kit. Listen, I know a bunch of my neighbors and my friends have done that. They've gone to the salon. They've gotten the kit, and they're doing it at home. Um, I'm just, that's just not something I'm comfortable with. <laughs> but with Jace's hair, I mean, he's got, like, a mop on his head right now. I'm, I'm just letting it – I'll just let it grow until we can go get it cut. I – yeah, I've uh, – so I, I, I use an, uh, an electric razor to uh, – with a guard on it to shave down my beard to the level that I like it. And – what I can't stand is when, when I know it's absolutely positively I've gone way too long and I needed to get a haircut, kind of where my sideburns would, sideburns would be if I grew them up near the top, I start to get little, uh, the hair kind of fits. curls out. Yeah, kind of curls out. Like Jack Nicholson has that look all the time. He can get away with that. I can't yeah. get away with that. So every now and then I'll take that, the, my, my razor, my uh, um, electric razor, and I'm like, I could just trim that off, but I can't bring myself to do it because if it just looked way wrong. If I went through an ear and took it off, I'd be like, oh, man. <laughs> but, now i got to well, cut it all down. Well, if it F's up, you'll you'll have enough time for it to grow back in probably before anybody sees it. So yeah. you might want to now more than ever get adventurous. I have longer hair. It's not, I don't have your standard, you know, short crop uh, right, right. haircut. Thing. I have some length to You're it. You're like so. Liberace. Not quite like <laughs> yeah. it, but, you know, longer. Uh, so doing it myself, I don't think is an option. Let me go to John. Hey, John, how you doing, man? Hey, Preston. How you doing, my friend? Good. Uh, last night, because I my I only get my hair cut like three, four times a year, mm-hmm. but with what's going on right now, 
we got we ordered a uh, Conair uh, hair hair clippers. Yeah, That's all yeah, I but, use. yeah. So I'm just going to start using that thing. I had one a long time ago, but I'm just going to start using that. John, again. if you only get your hair cut like three times a year, you're going to be okay. I think. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, I get it cut like every month or so or something like that. Know, but it, well, that's why I'm saying, you know, you order the hair hair clippers and it'll just save you a, a buttload of money between you and the two boys. So, well, well I you, yeah, I mean, ultimately, so so for you, though, you obviously keep your hair fairly long, right? Uh, it could get pretty wild after two and a half months. But yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I mean, it really does need a haircut. I really do need one cut right now. Yeah. Honestly. Well, go for it. Are you going to watch any tutorial or anything like that, or are you just going <laughs> to shave that? My, just, my wife's actually going to do it in the tub. Yeah. Do so it in the tub? Your wife is Electric gonna razor it. in the tub. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that my could be a... Trust me doing it. Yeah. Because I've done it on my own, and I've skinned my own head. Oh, my God. You know what? Yeah. You can watch on YouTube. There are tutorials for Thanks drywalling. Sure. It's yeah. the same thing. <laughs> it is? Yeah, yeah. it's okay. the same thing. Hair cutting and drywalling, same thing. I have clippers. I think maybe what I'll try and do today is have my son cut my hair, shave it down, buzz cut, and then I'll shave his as well. And we'll do it outside. Really? Yeah, outside. that'd be wonderful. Yeah. And then what you can do is you can do that re- reenact the scene from Ghost. We have the clay and the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> uh, let me go to Rob. Hi, Rob. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's hey. up, buddy? It's just because you look so nice today. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful we needed though. to hear that because right, we're but, feeling fat. What's the story with hair cutting in you? I've been cutting my hair since I was little, man. My dad cut it first, and when I was like 10, 12, I've been cutting my hair on hair. Do you do your own phone <laughs> repair by any chance? <laughs> um, do you have really short hair, Rob? Yeah, I mean, I have, like, a high and tight, you know? Yeah, high and tight. That's easy. Yeah. If, listen, if I had that, like, Steve, you shave your own head. It's easy. It's easy. If I, if I, if I had the high and tight thing, yeah, I would never go to a barber. No, no, no. It would be you, you really have easy a, to do. I you think. have a hair style. Yes. yes. You have a style, and it's just a, so there's somebody that has something a little bit more elaborate, it can be problematic. If you're, if you're just, like, a crew cut... Then your regular razor, your regular electric razor will get it done, no I d- problem. I do go, when I do go to the barber, though, and I see guys that have that yeah. at the barber shop, I'm like, you can't do that yourself. I've like, always I'm, I'm glad that. they do because I like, you know, barbershops are fun to be at, and I'm glad those guys are working and everything. But I always think, wow, yeah. that's not that's not really that tough to do yourself. But I guess if you want the proper <laughs> Fade and everything, and you also like. I'm, yeah. I know a lot of guys like me when I, when I used to do it. I go even though I could do it myself. You like to have the barber hold his crotch against your shoulder. Yes. Like, like, wow, man, I can totally feel this guy's junk. No, my no, buddy- some some guys love that place too, and and people. And by the way, they're closed right now, so that's uh, just another place that does close, and hopefully will reopen bigger and better and stronger than ever. But um, when people, some people go pressed and, and they do the the high and tight fade, they'll go every week. Yeah. You know, and they just yeah. they just like going to get the the treatment. Yeah. Yeah, my, that's what my buddy Brett does, but he does it himself, and and uh, he goes to a place. But well, he's in there. No, he no, 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 himself? no. He gives himself a, a basically oh. a, a high and tight. But he also, and, and he cuts his own hair with clippers and everything. He he fades it. I, wow. I, I and when I look at, it, I'm like, there's no way you do that yourself. He's like, no. But he's also been doing it for 20 plus years. So so he's good at it. Regular now. razor. I would have it, it be when I finally made the jump to going straight up shaved head. Yeah, I was down at the lowest setting to begin with. Yeah, so it was really tight. And I just said, what 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 am I what, what am I doing? Here? What yeah. what am I doing? Yeah. Press. Uh, how much do you pay for a haircut? 
Uh, Mine, uh, not including tip. Not including tip. It's. I don't know, 18 bucks or something 18, like that. Yeah, I'm You don't just give him a Blu-rays that we get here? <laughs> <laughs> 22 for me. Nick, how much does Shaving Grace cost? Not for not for a beard clip, but just a haircut. I think it's 25 Okay. Yeah. And then women, how, Kathy, how much is your... Kathy. Kathy. Uh, <laughs> two questions for you, Kathy. How yeah. much is your haircut color and how much time do you is, is does your appointment take? Um, so, okay. So I do, I, I do a little bit less, I think, than, than I would say the majority of the women do. So, um, my dye doesn't take as long, uh, and I don't do, you know, multiple different, uh, I guess, versions of it. So anyway, mine, I would say probably about 150 and I'm there for an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Crazy, right? So 150. One of, one of the biggest gifts that I get for my wife every year is from her salon. I get her a, a gift card and, you know, to cover, and I asked them how much to cover her her visits. And my wife it looks great in short hair, and she does the short hair thing, which is great. So she's not Kathy. You have long hair. She has short hair. It still ends up being a chunk of change. Yeah. Like three, it, if so, a guy were to go in and get the same cut, it would be markedly less. It's like, and then I mean, three and hours. That's, and mine is on the cheap hours. side. That's the longest. Like you know, and then you know, I I, I get in, I get my hair cut. Thank you very much, and I'm gone. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like, I, I couldn't imagine spending three, two hours at a salon. Uh, let me go to Nick. Hi, Nick. Good morning. Morning, guys. Hey, uh, so I was growing my hair out uh, for a while, and uh, I decided to uh, give myself a mullet. And oh, I you did? It. Okay. <laughs> I did, and I actually loved it so much. Well, I unfortunately had to cut it off, but I did like cutting my own hair, uh-huh. and I actually got a lot of compliments saying, "Hey, you uh, you got a haircut, it looks good," and people started liking it. So I'm cutting my own hair from now on. Very cool. Well, you know what? Uh, thanks, by the way, uh, Nick. I um, a few people actually, the, uh, Nick had mentioned Shaving Grace, and uh, the place that I go to from time to time is Parker's, and the guys that work in there. I'll you know talking to them. I don't go to one guy in particular. I'll take whoever's available. And um, I'm on the radio. <laughs> no, but they, I, I, you know, ask how how did you get started in this business? I'll uh. ask them, and most of them just kind of started doing it on their own at home and trying it out on some friends. And people are like, wow, this looks good. And then they found out that they, they didn't know they had a knack for it. You, you know? know that dental clinic I run out of my garage? Yeah, yeah, Same yeah. thing. Same thing. Same thing. You just, and people started asking you yeah, more? I think I could do that. No, but I was surprised because I would never, I don't think I'd ever have the balls to try and do oh, that. You know? t- so, yeah, you know what? I think, I, I think you could do it. At least on a trim, you could certainly do it. You, get, you Set it on a setting yeah. if you're going to use an electric razor mm-hmm. that is comfortable. So you have a little area to see and then, and then start to ratchet it down to what you like but the thing is is they they layer it it's not just you know it's yeah. not uh all, all every all, no. all the hair is the same length is it your goal to be a superstar in the boardroom and the bedroom it's always been my goal. okay yeah. you know what about we should get angela on and give some consultation or angela should do a series of at home videos yeah mm-hmm. yeah i wouldn't ever want to cut a, a woman's hair no, no. way I mean, no. without her asking, like, if you're sitting on a bus. No, if, if I had her permission. <laughs> what are you doing? What'd you do? I'm if cutting I your hair. If I actually had her permission, I wouldn't ever want to do it. I just, um, it, the, the, I think women are more, Kathy, go ahead. Well, uh, no, I was just going to say you guys brought up Angela uh, and spending, you know, a lot of time at a hair salon. That's the thing. Like if you if you have a, a good hair salon to go to, it's actually fun to go to. When I go there, I the girl that does my hair, Billy Joe, she sits right next to Angela. So when I go, I kind of get her and Angela and it's 
it's like you, you kind of you're hanging out with friends for a little while. It's social time. Yeah. And by the way, you can't mess it up. A messed up hair uh, style on a woman. Yeah. Can ruin her month. Oh, can yes, ruin her entire Sent month into a deep she, funk. He will a deep funk. Cry, to, yeah, cry. Thing. Yep. She My, will burn your house down yeah. and blow up your car. Press. How many different places has your wife gone to to get her hair done? That's a good question. I I don't know. Because it doesn't take much, I don't think, for I a remember, woman to go. You know, I remember the first time when she told me, you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to the salon. Oh yeah, when you be back? About four hours. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> four hours. What are you doing? Are you flying back to Missouri? Yeah, exactly. Four hours. I think there was only one time that I cried uh, when getting my hair done, and it wasn't at a salon. It was my junior prom, and there was a huge snowstorm, and they were going to have the prom anyway, but all of the hair salons were closed. So I had a cousin of mine who uh, was a hairstylist, and she came over, and she did my hair, but she wasn't used to doing it, and she just did it a way that was just not me, and I yeah. cried. And <laughs> In front of her? Did you break down crying in front of her? I, no, I like went upstairs, and she like yelled upstairs to me and was like, is everything okay? And I was it's, like, oh, yeah, no, I love it. It's completely I love it. fine. <laughs> I'm fine. What? I said that I looked like a dog to my mom. I was like, I look like a puppy dog. Oh, no. Oh. I uh, look like a dog, mommy. I'm going to go to Heather. Hi, Heather. Good morning. Nana Nana What's up, Heather? Well, there's one thing when you cut your own hair. But when you have curly hair and you cut your own bangs and you cut them wet and you forget to take into consideration that when your hair dries curly, it shrinks up about in it. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, you know, Heather, oh, yeah. you just brought up a big, because I was reading, uh, uh, yes, obviously trends are starting because people are dealing with the quarantine and, and you know, and, and what they wanted to experiment around with. Bangs are becoming a big victim of of uh, the uh, the quarantine because a lot of women are just saying, eh, I'm done, and cutting off the bangs. Kathy, you had bangs for a brief period. I did, and I think I was the only one that liked them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how yeah, long did I you like it for, Kat? I didn't think it looked right on you, Kat. I, I loved them. Um, yeah. It just the the problem was it took forever to grow. Well, them you had out. to grow about five feet of hair to cover your forehead. <laughs> so Heather, hang on, she's still on the line. When you messed that up, what did you do to correct? Did you just live with it, or did you go somewhere and have them fix it for you? Oh, there, there was no fixing. Okay. I had to live with it. <laughs> Um, and it was in the mid-90s. I was in high school. And the thing is, the butterfly clips were in style. So I just, I was lucky enough to just clip my bangs, what was left of them, back into my regular airline. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Thank you, Heather. Appreciate it. Yeah. You got to You got to be careful. Mm-hmm. I would, I would recommend uh, looking up uh, how to do it first. We're looking at a, at a picture of Kathy right now here in the studio with the bangs. That's a good picture. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I lo- like it better today than it, I did when it got done. It looks like a man dressed as Kathy, but... <laughs> That's yes, hi. <laughs> do you like my bangs? <laughs> she went a little heavy on the makeup that particular day. So I choose two separate razors, though. One for my testicles and one for my bangs. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't want the pubes in the old ca- on the head. It just doesn't uh, right. Louis, What's the picture? It's you talking to an interview with uh, Joey Ritter, it says. Yeah, but you're in the same spot you're in now. It's You're in the office. Uh, oh, Casey, I, right. Yes, I know what that yeah, was. Yeah, Casey's yeah. going to take a picture you of it. See it? it was a pod. He did a podcast, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right, let me go to Val, who is a hairstylist. Hey, Val, good morning. Good morning. Hi, yeah, Val. Thank you. you. Appreciate it. So you, uh, you cut your own hair? Yes, sir. Licensed hairstylist for like 35 years. Wow. Okay. All right. 
is do you, do you have a longer or a shorter? Uh, I had long hair until 2013. I cut two 11 and a half inch ponytails off, and I just cut it like 12 times to get it how I wanted it. Okay. But it's really short now, and it's purple. You had two and ponytails, I, like one in the front and one in the back? No. Oh, I buzzed the side. <laughs> I get oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Like, wow, why would you do that? Well, Somebody's had to have done that before, right? A front ponytail? Yeah. I'm getting old. So, Val, let me ask you, is, uh, the, uh, what would you say if you're giving advice to someone who is, uh, for the first time, taking, uh, cutting their own hair out for a spin? What's what's the thing you see, absolutely insist they do? If you have curly hair, like Kathy or that one girl said, watch the bangs because you want to pull them down and cut them, like, over your eyes. Because when they curl up, then they'll be above your eyebrows. Because my okay. hair was naturally curly, but now it's so short it won't curl. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Val. Val. Appreciate it. By the way, Kathy, this is a, an interesting uh, question that somebody posed on the text messages. They said, I'd like to hear from women who tell the reason why they left their salon. Uh, because oh, yeah. I would think that there's multiple reasons, not just, you know, I, I mean, because there can be some drama in the in the hair salon. You are you are so right. Uh, you know, because Preston, my wife, the spot that she's found, she's at Salon L in, uh, in Maniac. She's been with these people for years. It is a huge thing. But if for whatever reason she decided she to leave. She left the last place, yeah. yes. There's there's usually a good reason for or it. Or ba- it may be, you know, a bad haircut, a bad color. That happens yeah. all the time. And also, if stylists leave one salon and go to another, mm-hmm. a lot of their clients will follow them. Yep. You're, but you're not I'm allowed going to. going to a new salon. Is everyone going to come with me? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Kath, you're not a, supposed to be allowed to do that. There's like, a, you know. A, well, you can, the person can do whatever they want. Well, but no, no. You, they Kath, can't contact their book and say, I'm leaving. Right, right. That's what they're not allowed to do. It's almost like having like a um, uh, like insider trading. Or yeah, something but with like social that. media, the second they post something, it's, you're going to know true. where they are. It's true. Yeah, like a uh, like a non compete. It's almost like oh, a non compete yep. clause. Okay. Like like a trainer, like yeah. a trainer at, at a at a at a facility. Yeah. If if they move to another place, they can't say, "Hey, every hey, all my clients, come with me to this other place." It's I believe it's illegal. Yeah. So there was one, at one point, my wife, my sister in law, and I believe her sister all went to the same salon. Now, my sister in law had uh, she had had a brain tumor and. And she had, I think, um, she went to the salon and they uh, mischarged her, right? So they charged her, I don't know, $20 less than what they were supposed to. She paid whatever, blah, blah, blah. She came, went home. They called her and were like, I'm sorry, we, we didn't charge you. You have to come back and pay. And and that was like, that was enough for all of them to go, we're never ever coming back again. Yeah, I think really? you, you kind of yeah. let that one go, and then, and then you yeah. have the, the return business as yeah. opposed to being a dick about it. Yeah, don't make me come back here after, uh, you know, we have, not we, but she had been through what she had been through. And then, like, sorry, you mischarged me, you know? That's your mistake. I don't care if you had a tumor. <laughs> I've, I've Get in here and give me my 20 bucks. I've had it happen where, like, I've, I've tried to book an appointment at, place i normally go to and wasn't able to for whatever reason i'm like well i need a haircut so then i just go somewhere else and yeah. i'm like oh i think i'll go over here for a little while and i've never had any real drama where it's been like i'm you're not like going, a leaf on the wind i'm not going back there again you know? i uh go me my brothers both of my brothers my nephews my son we all go to the same person jackie uh i have her text number i just text her i'm like hey do you have any time today and then she's like, "Yep, come by right now or you know see you at three o'clock or whatever it's yeah it's the best jackie how and how long has this been going on 
Hey, Jackie? Oh, jeez. A uh, long time. I mean, at least 10 years. Okay. Sounds like Jackie's your Dr. Mike of the uh, haircutting world. She is my Dr. Mike. In fact, Jackie is now friends with Jackie Bam Bam because Jackie, they were both invited to a Super Bowl party in my it's house. It's a, sti- a statistical <laughs> fact that eventually all Jackies will meet. Now, Jackie, I'd like yeah. to know where Jackie get, gets his hair done. That's nice. a work of art. Dude. That is a work of art. He's awake right now. Jackie, call the hotline. I think he cuts his own hair. I'm Shut pretty up. sure he cuts his own hair. Yeah, I think he, I feel like he told us that before, Casey, I when would we were need, in the studio Kathy, one time. we saw a picture of Jackie. Uh, was, what was that picture from? But it was like... Oh, yeah. It, it looked like he was wearing a, a like a... I don't know, a flamingo on his head. Yeah, no, that was probably him in his early 20s or yeah, something yeah. like that, or maybe even a teenager, but yeah, he had the real rock and roll 1980s do going yeah. on. Uh, but I would I would love to find out if he cuts his own hair or not. You trying to call him? Yeah, well, I'm going to have uh, Connor. Connor. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now because I'm eating olives and... What is he Fettuccine Alfredo. Fettuccine Alfredo uh, for breakfast. Yes, I do. I'm not kidding. Go to hell. Uh, let me see here. I want to go to, uh, we're talking about cutting your own hair because some people may have to do that right now. Hey, Ryan, you're on the air. Good morning, sir. Hey, what's up, guys? Gadzooks. Hey, Gadzooks to you. So you do cut your own hair? I do, yes. All right. Do you have a, do you have a shorter hair uh, style? Yes. Okay. I, uh, I have a crew cut. And, uh, there you go. I have, a big, I have a big beard. Okay. Um, so I do that, but I go to a barber like I don't know, a couple times a year just to get that shaped up because it gets pretty gnarly. So, so, so with the beard, are we talking like a ZZ Top beard? Are we talking? No, no, not not quite ZZ Top. I mean, it's maybe down to like uh, it's probably like six inches from the bottom of my chin. Uh, that's decent. Yeah. All right. So, but you're totally confident doing it. Did you have that massive trepidation the first time you tried to cut your own hair? Um, it, it was. I had actually a pretty good mop going on with the first time I cut it. Yeah. Um, and I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I wasn't scared. Um, no, I just it was. I had fun with it, and I loved it ever since. And I had a crew cut when I was little, so I have a good head shape, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, Preston, you've said normally like you couldn't you couldn't do a crew. My cut. My head's too small. Yeah, 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 it wouldn't look right. Yeah. All right, thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it, man. Hey, yep. Have a good one, guys. Uh, let me see. Let's go. All right. So Sharon has done some homework. Hi, Sharon. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Sharon? Hi, um, I used to actually perm my own hair. You'd perm your own hair? That's pretty elaborate, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, and it's not very easy when you have long hair because then your arms get really tired. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I still cut my own hair. You got to curl it up, and then you got to put that solution on there, that, that formula. Uh, and then on, the foil? On each roll. It, no, that's when you're coloring. Uh, when no, you're coloring. No, no yeah. foil. Yeah, yeah. It's, all right. it's, just, it's just all like... 500 curlers and, you know, trying to curl it with you know, your arms being all noodly and everything. Yeah. Uh, no, no, yeah. All right, thanks, Sharon. Appreciate it. All right, well, it's it's something that uh, that people are having to uh, having to deal with yes. right about now. Uh, so you may want to go bold like me if uh, if you've ever maybe worked with the notion. Maybe if you if you flirted with it, yes. You know what? Yeah, actually, why not? If if we do happen to have this drag out for more than a grow back, and you'll, if you don't like it, and if not, everyone at work can go. What the, what the hell happened to what you? Did you do. Press, I think you should use this time to grow your hair out, just like uh, back in the olden days. Uh, yeah, but it would take it'd take a year to really grow it out. Yeah, and... but if yeah, I know, but you you have to get past. The real the lousy com- stage. The lousy stage. You'd yeah. have to use Aquanet Senior. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't like having long hair anymore. No. Uh, yeah, it's it's too much. It's one one more thing you got to deal with because mine needs to be styled. I can't just wash it and then step up because of the way uh, its its uh, consistency is. It, it kind of falls flat and it's 
it's light and wispy, and it wouldn't. Would I, you I needed, feather it back a little bit? I would, need it to stand up a little bit. If you were to go out long, would you have it like a, a Marshall Brady? For, you know, like a long and, and feathered. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I don't think I'd do that. You know, that's... God, I, I know we're wrapping this conversation up. Well, I was um, going to move on to something else, but if you got something to add, let's well, see if it keeps it afloat. All right, so I want to ask about, like, trying to shed, uh, like, an ongoing hairstyle. And, and, Kath, you might know what I'm talking about here, but, like, 80s hair, right? So if you've done your hair the same way for such a long time, it almost seems like it's impossible to actually have your hair evolve to, like... The future, air of the future. Well, that was what I did with the bangs. That's what I mean. It like I liked the bangs, but it was what a disaster. It, it was so long to grow it out that you have to be like if you're going to do a specific hairstyle like that, or yeah, case something dated. Like you, you need to go through like a funky period where it's not going to look good. Yeah. So Kathy, I think when you're when you're doing a hairstyle that is less hair than you have, uh, it's probably easier to go in that way because you can grow it back. Yeah. Right. It's but when much, you, yeah. Well, no, when you're, that's what I was saying. When, you, when you're growing it out, that's kind of how it gets right. a little bit funky. There's a period where you're not going to be able to style it so great. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, th- this whole conversation got started because a, a clip, a video uh, that was posted by Pink, the singer, uh, that she cut her own hair. She messed it up. <laughs> it didn't quite work. And it all led from her uh, drinking. She said she's been drinking a lot during the uh, the lockdown situation. Uh, I have been, I've imbibed on Monday and Tuesday night. I never, ever drink on a Monday or Tuesday night. Uh, uh, when we're talking imbibe at this level, are you sitting in the library with an ascot on, with a, a brandy and a small glass, or are we pounding it? Well, uh, like, technically it would be considered binge drinking because <laughs> I think... How many is... I think five five drinks is considered binge drinking. Okay. So, yeah, that's about where I've been... Topping off, and that. normally nothing, during nothing the work that. week, you'd have like three or four drinks a night. No, I don't no. drink. I don't drink every okay. night. But and then, what time do you start? Because uh, you go to bed earlier, so that's, yeah. That's, so that, you know, I, I've got to make a decision. Yeah, if if I haven't decided by six o'clock, then I've kind of missed the window. Okay, I don't um, drink anymore. It's right. been a uh, long time since I've had a, a drink, but. I always drank earlier because I went to bed earlier. Yeah. So and like I'm, I sound like I'm making excuses for drinking at four o'clock in the in the afternoon. But in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> no, Woo! four o'clock in the afternoon. Don't even talk to me till I had my first bottle of scotch. But well, right know, now, you know what right I did? now it's you, like you're looking at the the clock and you're like, okay, is it all right? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make up your mind, press. Come on now. Time's a wasting. Well, you're going to do it or not? I think a nutritionist can work out a schedule for you. Uh, yeah. but How you to know, get all your alcohol in? And thanks to the cardboard classic, I've now fallen in love with uh, Pacifico beer. So that's uh-huh. what I was drinking the other night. I'd never had it before. Um, but anyway, uh, the reason that I bring that up, and and Pink had said that, and she's been, you know, sometimes out of boredom, you just might. Well, speaking of no one's looking, you know, I mean, yeah. you just go ahead. And no, exactly. Grab a drink. So, according to a recent study conducted by, uh, there's a barbecue website called Seriously Smoked, and what they did is they analyzed more than 200,000 geotagged tweets over the last 30 days using keywords, phrases, and hashtags. Certain states are going big when being at home when it comes to boosting it up. So, they've narrowed down the top states where the most references to or evidence of drinking is taking place. So obviously you can't, there's no bar traffic to examine, no receipts and none of that. There's no, the purchases have already taken place. A lot of them have. So what you're dealing with is sort of secondhand information vis-a-vis social media, right? Yeah, so that's what they have to go on and that's what they did uh, with this. So I have the top 10 states according to their uh, matrix as to who's I'm, drinking the most. I'm curious. Uh, so we'll start at the bottom. We'll go. We'll go from bottom to top. 
number 10. Change it up. The listener appreciates it. Number 10 is Georgia. Georgia. Number nine is Idaho. Really? Yep. Uh, which is kind of wild because it's very, uh, there's a lot of Mormons in Idaho. Yes. Really? Yeah, Idaho Mormons. Yep. Actually, yeah. So it's it's right next to uh, Utah. And so a lot of people do end up in uh, in that area being, uh, uh, you know, part of the A lot of potatoes the there, Preston, Lots too. Lots of potatoes. Uh, Mississippi is eighth. Of course, they have that river. Uh, they do. It uh, empties out there. Then you have the seventh is Louisiana. Hey, they have the Mississippi River, too. They do. Yeah. They also have New Orleans. Uh, and a few Mormons. Number six is Nevada. Uh, Sin City is uh, in Nevada. Arizona is number five. Interesting. Number four is Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. So Hawaii is taking extraordinary uh, levels with all of this stuff as far as people coming in and restrictions and quarantines yeah. and what you can purchase. But, uh, you know, Hawaii, if there's ever a place to go outside, it's freaking oh, Hawaii. God. Yeah. It's perfect year-round. I'm excited because American Idol is going to be in Hawaii on Sunday. So it's I'm the best. super-duper excited doing? about it. Oh, they do the top 40 from Hawaii. In front of a large crowd and everything. They flew everybody out to Hawaii for that. Just the top 40. Yeah, but that's... This this has all been taped. I know, I know, I know it's been taped, but 40 is a gazillion people to fly to Hawaii. You know how expensive it is to fly to Hawaii? Well, it's... it's, Yeah. yeah, It's a major show. I know. know. But you're you're right. I was going to tell you how much I paid just to fly my family there. (laughs) It's... It's unbelievably expensive. It, I'm sorry. Go you're ahead. going. You're going very far yes, away. You are. That's okay. why you don't drive to Hawaii. Yeah. You know what? that and the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> I want to find out how much it costs to go to Hawaii now because well now yeah are... yeah exactly. All right. Anyhow, moving okay. on. Right. Casey's going to watch American Idol in Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> third on the list of people or most references to drinking <laughs> is New Mexico. Second is California, and then Steve, you already saw this, right? Who, who number I one saw is? number one. Yeah. Uh, and, and so it's not us, it's nobody in our area, so I'm surprised we're not in the top ten anywhere, uh, but it's Texas now, who's doing the most drinking. Uh, I can understand that Texas, they are drinkers, and I think, Preston, correct me if I'm wrong, in that article I was doing a little reading, they were number one in margarita consumption? Yeah, yeah, with, uh, on, on Margarita Day, I believe. It's a little further down, but what I was going to point out, and what I'm not sure of, is if they took a per capita... Uh, right, mathematical equation. This because Texas is gigantic, and and I could see why it might be number one. <laughs> I always tend to think of places that are gloomier. Well, okay. So if you're talking about at home drinking, places that are gloomier and have give you more reason to want to drink, like you know Alaska has had issues with alcoholism. Yeah, you know because yep. and also like when the, the sun's the, down yeah, for exactly, a long time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm really curious as to how this is going to translate because DUIs and public drunkenness have all been eliminated right over the last week or two virtually nick they were talking about a large drops in crime however um shootings i believe have well no i'm just talking about alcohol related okay the the duis dui checkpoints anything like that like because bars are closed restaurants are closed people can still drink but they're drinking from home are there any duis that are happening right now i don't know i I mean oh there's some idiots out there driving drunk Mm -hmm. that are probably getting caught but not i I would imagine on social distancing not nearly as many as you would normally have but uh but in texas they're probably all over the place (laughs) dude they're not yeah to nick's point i can't imagine they're setting up I mean, obviously, uh, if you're if you're driving erratically, a cop will pull you over. But I can't imagine they're setting up sobriety checkpoints. No, no. Preston, you can fly round trip to Honolulu. 
for 600 bucks. Well, yes, and somebody had pointed out in the text messages, actually, uh, flights to Hawaii are cheap. If you don't mind being flexible on it. Yeah, me and my five families, we'll just, <laughs> me and my five family members, we'll just, yeah, we'll book it for next week. It doesn't happen that way. No. Right. We, we all have to plan our vacations way in advance, and if I want to get a specific flight date, which has to coordinate with my hotel and activities and all that stuff. Oh, so you need all that stuff while you're there? I will never ever pay $500, $600 for a flight to Hawaii. Well, then, um, no, so this is also without, uh, that's with the most restrictions. With uh, good value and, and you get to choose your own uh, seat and all that sort of stuff, uh, six ninety. dollars uh, Is that one way? No, that's round freaking that's trip. Round trip. That's okay. amazing. However, I know that, again, you have to be, oh, yeah, so we just decided to go go to Hawaii. And yes. that is, uh, and I specifically chose dates around our summer vacation, if we ever have one. Uh, Casey, yeah. I was looking at uh, flights yesterday. I don't think uh, Southwest flies to Hawaii, although they do fly to some places in the Caribbean. But Southwest <gasps> was offering flights yesterday for $39. Oh, my now, that's, God. That's oh my one gosh. way, and it, it's the one to, one to get away fares. And, you know, it's a sale price, but 39 bucks. Uh, by the way, Casey, so it, as, as economical as that is... It would still, for my family, it still cost yeah. four grand. Times that by five. And by the way, <laughs> you fly to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, you fly Hawaii on uh, Southwest. You're basically flying a SEPTA bus to Hawaii. <laughs> Man, but $30 flights. Yeah. And listen, they they are, uh, I, ha- I did see a couple of news stories about how you can still fly right now with all these restrictions. And there are people that are certainly doing that. And is that counterproductive to what's going on? You well, know? there have been talks about dramatically reducing domestic yeah. flights. Hawaii, though, I know for a fact has to do this. Mm-hmm. You have to go into immediate quarantine when you get there. It's an island. Yeah. So you can't, you know, you, you uh, mm-hmm. uh, they can't screw around at all with this. It's like it's like what the, we reported yesterday as far as with Florida and uh, and the governor down there, people coming from hot spots, uh, have to go through this quarantine period. You know, it's and also uh, businesses are. Um, if if you travel, your some employers are saying you have to go into quarantine when you return. So okay, you they're they're having to use um, sick days or family, you know, and medical it, leave in order to take that that fourteen day quarantine. And we were talking the other day about Florida tamping down on people coming in from New York. Yes, uh, and how they have to go through some kind of mandatory quarantine. I think, as, as I understood, that's no wonder they're all drinking. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right, interesting stuff though. Uh, we got to take a break. Uh, we got some guests that we're going to be we're going to be talking to in just a little bit. JJ, Jim Jackson, Philadelphia Flyers. He'll be joining us when we return. Uh, more matchups for Daily Rush Madness as well. Doctor Drew Pinsky on the program too. We'll be back in a moment. Stay down. Feeling deprived of a basketball bracket, running out of shows to binge on. Well, 93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show can fix that. It's Daily Rush Madness. Go to PrestonandSteve.com and start binging. 64 episodes will contend for your votes to determine the winner. Daily Rush Madness from the station that's been providing Philadelphia questionable content since day one. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, before we go to our guest, let's do another matchup. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Our Daily Rush videos are battling it out to find out who this year's champion is. And unlike the first time we did it last year, we had 
years and years worth of videos to match up against each other. These videos are ones that have occurred since last year's championship. Yeah. Uh, so it's a whole new game. It is a whole new game. So let's find out which ones you think should win or should be the champion. We're moving on to the third highlight of the day. Remember, these matches are available uh, for voting. Marissa, also, I want you to check out and make sure that everything is enabled on that. I did see a couple of texts coming in that uh, somebody was having an issue with voting. All right, so this matchup, the two in the Shart region oh. of, our, of our brackets. Always a messy region. The videos are Kathy is either disgusted or turned on versus Bill Weston gets off. Let's hear the Kathy clip. Here we go. So this was Kathy at the moment. I think yeah. that I told her that I paid for shipping. Yeah. They're sixty-four seventy-eight. Kathy, 16 bucks for shipping. Oh, I was you paid it? That. I want the shoes. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, hold that, hold that, hold that. Okay. I think I can help you out here. Right. One second. All right, here we go. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> That video is the number six seed, and it's going up against the number 11 seed, Bill Weston Gets Off. Let's listen to that. Here we go. Uh, released in 2009, the LP featured the single, I Get Off. I Get, I get Off. off. <laughs> Bill Weston, I Get Off. So, anyhow, Hail Storm. I'm going to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> if I Get Off. <laughs> Now I'm thinking about Bill at the moment of ecstasy. I know. I know. Bill's pillow talk. I get off. Mm, it's about to happen. Feel a little tingling down the tunnel. Another one of love. Barn door. Barn door. Barn door's open. Quickly, massage my low hanging fruit. I'm almost there. Oh my God. Bill always goes, I said low hanging fruit once. All right, it's up to you. You got to vote for those videos. What's going to be uh, the one that wins in this particular matchup? Okay, uh, you can do that through PrestonandSteve.com, So get on it. All right, we have our guest standing by, and uh, normally when we welcome him on board, I play this. Obviously, play-by-play extraordinaire for the Philadelphia Flyers, but uh, he also handles another sport which would have been the start of the season. Today. I know. Uh, for the fills, and uh, you know, it, uh, Jim does some of the games throughout the year, so he can speak at length at both sports. And uh, we're happy to have him on board, Mr. Jim Jackson. Hey, is on. hey JJ, how you doing, man? I'm doing fine. How, how's everybody doing there? We're we're doing pretty good. What do you, what are you doing to uh, to fill your days uh, with? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> uh, talking you, to you guys. Uh, there it is. Are you cutting your own hair? <laughs> Nick calls me or, or texts me about coming on. It's like, oh, maybe we can do this day. Maybe we can do that day. I said, I can do any day. I can do every day. <laughs> any day, any time, for any reason. Yeah. The uh, one big project, I'm, I'm cleaning out my office, which has been actually interesting because it's, uh, I've gone back to when I first came here in 1993. I found some really interesting memorabilia. So at least I gave myself something to do. And But, it, you know, and, and spending time with the family, they're all here, so... There's, there's good about it, but there's, you know, it can, it can only take so much. Right? Jim, are you on? Are you on social media? Uh, I'm on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you post any pictures of the old uh, uh, memorabilia stuff I, you I found? Put up, I 
put up some. Uh, I put up one of the uh, the opens to our broadcast to a 2003 playoff game, and it got like 20,000 views. Wow! Um, so I, I got to start doing more of it. I'm, I'm in the cleaning mode now, but eventually I'm going to get some of this. I have to get some stuff. To, some of this stuff's on VHS too. I have to transfer it yeah. over to at least DVD and then maybe digital. But uh, That's a- it, it's uh, it's amazing. There's stuff everywhere. I found press passes from '94, '95, and nice. really strange. I found some of my game sheets. Which were handwritten it was before I even used the computer for them. So, wow! Yeah, there's some old stuff for sure. I'm old. Uh, yes. Uh, so Steve, uh, when JJ posted this thing from 2003, the video was uh, I think it was Game Seven, right between the the Maple Leafs and the Flyers. And Steve, you would love it because a JJ voices it, but b they use the mu- uh, music from Glory uh, ah. to set up set, and it's just it's so well done. So. Uh, we should retweet it again because it's just it was awesome and it's it it you know this is a video that's 17 years old and I still got goosebumps listening to it. Yeah, it was fun. I love doing those. Brian Cooper and our great crew they put it together. Uh, sometimes I write it first, they put it together to whatever I write. Sometimes I write to whatever they put together. I can't remember what we did for that one, but it, it's uh, I love those things and uh, it, that's my favorite one. Although there's there's several other ones that I should probably put some. Of. I have to make sure I'm, I'm able to do that. I did that without even asking anybody for permission. But but it it's uh, it, it goes there a lot of fun around the playoffs because there's so much drama and build up and, and all that. So it was it was fun to see some of those, and maybe I'll post some other ones. Hey Jim, in your professional opinion, what do you think is going to happen with the rest of the season? Well, I mean, I was just reading moments ago the league uh, put out uh, a story about how. Is this the great unknown? They're kind of canceling things or postponing things in chunks as, as this gets further along. Right. Uh, I mean, it really depends on when the all clear, and I say all clear because it's it's going to be very tricky because some states are not going to do what President Trump's saying he wants to do. So I, I'm not so sure, you know, come Easter or whenever the date is, it's not going to be like the whole country goes back to work at once. And, and for a league, you basically have to have that because yes. you have teams, obviously, in, in 31 different cities, some in Canada, too. That's another uh, thing that's complicated. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of doubtful. Yeah, it, it, it's, you're right. It's tough to consider because the governors are the ones that make the call per state exactly. and yeah. that – it would have to be in every single state that the NHL franchises are in in order for that to happen. And so, Canada. And yeah. Canada, you're right. Canada. Yeah, so. You can't have part part of the roster or part of the, just a, a couple of the teams playing. or yeah, It and, would throw everything into into complete chaos. And the Flyers. Yeah, the one thing they could do is if it's just going to be a short playoff tournament, they could bring it to a neutral site that's in a good area. Yeah. Maybe, but then the people still have to travel. I, I just don't know. I mean, we're in such a. I mean, we're in, this is, as you've heard six million times, uncharted territory. We we don't know as a country where, where we're headed right now as yeah. far as when we're going to open up. So I would think they'd have to have some kind of way of getting it all back together by late May, early June, to be able to put even a short tournament together. I know the players put out a proposal which would have had them play as late as August, September, and then move next year right. and, and delay next Adjust year. Adjust that, but yeah. The league, league kind of said, we don't want to compromise next year. So Yeah, but the Flyers were playing good this year. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, well, it was really promising, and it's, uh, it, it, you know, that's 
I guess kind of the least of our concerns at this I point, know. given what's going on. But yeah, it's, it's disappointing. They they had a chance to go on a, a run and yep. perhaps still can, but it's starting to look that Well, way. here's the deal as well. You you also at a certain point you're going to have to get get things back up and running, and you have to do that incrementally, as you said. There are hot spots around the country. We know about that. But there has been talk, and I don't know who was floating it around. Um, uh, maybe it was the NHL or, or uh, uh, MLB, but uh, uh, you know, playing without. <laughs> Without uh, audiences in yeah. in the in the venues, I don't know if you've had a chance to see WWE attempting this with nobody watching the wrestlers. I think but, we as fans, I would at this point we wouldn't mind that. You we, know what I mean? We wouldn't like, mind, but right now the players can't even have the. No, the you, you can't. Yeah, that's and, and, the problem. I yeah. mean, really, as the NBA proved, and you know, the NBA really got this whole thing rolling. Let's be honest. The, the shutdown of yeah. the country started with the NBA. Yeah. Uh, it went two weeks ago yesterday, I believe, and. Yeah, you're right. We could play with no fans, and and I have a hard time thinking we're going to be able to to gather twenty thousand people in one place anytime soon. Right. So okay, so now you say you play without the fans, but obviously we're finding out that several NBA players already had and probably still do have the. Well, that, that's that's the issue. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have Dr. Drew on later on and to, to talk about the, you know, I mean, again, it's not only is it that, it's also people's perception of how comfortable they would feel returning to a venue, regardless if it's, if, if it's uh, okay, everything's open, how they would feel. So it is it will be tricky territory. The one ineluctable fact is that it will eventually end. So right now we're hearing some, I guess... I, May has been floated around uh, for a startup. We were jokingly, uh, we joking earlier. We were saying uh, maybe if, uh, depending on how far the uh, the football season goes, maybe they just cut right to the Super Bowl and all the teams, <laughs> you know, as President said, put their shoes in a pile and you pull yeah. out the uh, the com- the competitors. Yeah, I mean, baseball, I think, can have a legitimate season even if they start in June. Yeah, um, you know, it's a it's a long season. There's a lot of people who want a shorter baseball season anyhow, but. Uh, I think you, baseball's got less pressure right now in terms of what to do. Uh, right. They're going to have to make some big changes, obviously. But still, you could still have a good 100-game season. You could still have a good, as far as I'm concerned, 80-game season in baseball. They, they've done it before with work stoppages. They've had to split seasons and do things like that. So they still have a little wiggle room on their season. But basketball and hockey, especially hockey, because you have to have an off-season in hockey. It's a tough sport. The, the teams that would go on and, playing the playoffs would have no chance if you have, let's say, a month between seasons or something like that. Whereas basketball may be a little bit better because I think you can bounce back a little bit more quickly. But, again, we're so far away from either of those sports getting back, given the news of the day as you continue to watch all the news. And, you know, as we keep hearing, the, the worst is yet to come. So we've got a long way before we worry about that. I think right now I just got to stay where we are, stay home, social distance, do what you can, and, and uh, hope that we can get through this virus. Hey, uh, JJ, but baseball not being a contact sport, maybe if they made the bases like three feet long, you know, a, a three foot square. So yeah, absolutely. And, and then for for tag outs, if you just got within three feet of the runner, yes. can they not they put give a, it to the fielder a sneeze was, guard in front of the pitcher? You could do that. Yeah, yeah. With, with technology now, they could probably make it so if you come within two feet, some kind of light will go on and right. he's out. Well, yeah. yes. Or when you step on the base, UV light comes up from the base. <laughs> yeah. UV light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know there, I know there are some old school baseball people who think there's no contact anymore. Obviously, have gotten rid of the plate collisions, of course, and the second base. Now you have to have distance and all that. So the old school people are saying there's no contact in baseball now anyhow. So well, to be honest, uh, as part of the Me Too thing, you, you have to ask first before you slide into a base. <laughs> 
just to make sure. No, it's it. Yeah, obviously there are things. But it's it's sort of wild because you know even the question of golf had come up, and and or like NASCAR. Here's sports yeah. where you can literally be isolated completely from your uh, your opponent. Uh, again, some of this stuff will start to come back online. But I also think, in a way, part of the uh, healing and coming out of this and just helping change attitudes and feelings is having the return of sports in some yeah. level, even if oh, people yeah. have something new to watch and it just gets them fired up. I agree. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I mean, I, yeah, I do it for a living, so obviously I, I miss sports. But just as a fan, not having any sports to watch, I mean, uh, not not having the, the March Madness, I mean, I uh, I look forward to that every year. And you, you sit down and, yeah, I'm watching a lot of movies and TV, and there's some great shows out there, but I want to see some sports, you know. Well, I guess what, what we're doing now is, is as best we can at uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia is we're showing the classic games. And uh, if they get to the point where we're allowed out and can do shows, there's been some talk about us doing, you know, live pre and post around some of the classic games. But obviously, we weren't to that point yet. But eh, watching some of the classic games does help. But I do want to see some live sports. But hey, again, we're just a ways away from that. Yes, we haven't even completed the the, the first original fifteen day edict, so we'll see right. what we get to. But we will get to it. So you know. yes, we will. Yes, we, we will get through this. But we do have to follow the directions, right? So yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's above my uh, pay grade. And, uh, <laughs> all that. So You're not being called on for your medical expertise. <laughs> And Jim, some sportscasters and, and uh, play-by-play guys have started to uh, do videos for people of uh, play-by-play on things that have absolutely nothing to do with sports <laughs> whatsoever. Doc Emmerich had a, a great one, if you saw it, uh, uh, <laughs> discussing uh, horses. Uh, Joe Buck's done some great ones. Yeah. Uh, I, I've gotten uh, one request from someone who... Uh, had uh, their daughter actually a uh, very young child uh, uh, imitate the Brian Boucher save on Patrick Elliott. <laughs> if you remember that, it was a snow angel kind of save where he reached back. And, uh, and so I'm going to call that. But I haven't had too many requests for that. But uh, I'm sure as time goes on here, I'll get those as well. All That's right, funny. If you want something to do, we can send people to your <laughs> Twitter account. We can, can inundate it. Have videos that you can uh, commentate. I'll do my best. <laughs> And we may have opened up a bit of a can of worms. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. We just figured we'd check in and and see see what you knew and and what the what the scuttlebutt was, so to say, with these, uh, you know, uh, these uh, deadlines coming up as far as championships and beginnings of seasons and so yeah, on. Yeah, you, so. you guys can give me a phrase tonight. No one's going to hear it. But right. Exactly. <laughs> Steve, you got a phrase you want Jim to just say around the house today? Co- yeah. Corona my ass. <laughs> corona my ass. <laughs> yeah. We can finally get you to drop some f bombs yeah, yeah. and stuff, Jim. <laughs> Right, nobody. That no. reminds me. Quick story, guys. We were uh, back in '95, uh, actually, when the networks began to take over for the locals as you moved along in the playoffs. We were all sitting at a table with Steve Coach, Gene Hart, uh, Gary Dornhofer, and I. We were at breakfast, and Gene was not aware that this deal had come into effect. And the Flyers went back in the playoffs. Looked like we might go on a long run. The Legion of Doom was together, and uh, we actually broke the news to Gene. He didn't realize. He was, "Are you kidding me?" And we said, "Yeah, if we." Get past the second round, the networks take over at that point. No more local television, and he was he was distraught. And I can understand why. I don't like it either. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's so funny. He goes, "You mean I can't say the Flyers win the Stanley Cup? The Flyers win the Stanley Cup?" And Steve Coach, without missing a beat, says, "You can say it, but nobody's going to hear you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, in your own time. Yeah. Typically from Coachy, 
You always had the line ready for anybody. Exactly. But, yeah, awesome. I mean, it was uh, that's uh, really uh, one of those things where tonight I can you can give me any phrase you want. I'll say it. I promise I'll say it. No one's going to hear it. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we might hook you. We might send you uh, some, and perhaps you can record them in your own time and uh, leave the yeah, expletives in. Him. <laughs> <laughs> There's the rub, right? You know, for some reason, you don't want to destroy your career. We've never been able to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. No. You guys have tried. With a yeah. couple. <laughs> We're working on it. We're, no, we love you, Jim. All right, listen. Good to talk to you, my friend. We'll, we'll chat soon. Hopefully, when things get up and running. Okay. Great to talk with you too. I'll be safe. All right, cool, Jim Jackson. Yeah. Hey. I don't know you, you know, Preston, we talk about. I don't know if we have them over there. We didn't, we didn't get to play them, but we. The OJ is a big golfer, and he's been making the case for why golf should continue. Did you want any of those now, or maybe come back at another sure, point? No, yeah. if, uh, if we can find them. When was that? Uh, it was uh, a few days ago. A few days ago, yeah. Wait, is golf continuing? No. Uh, no, and it's upsetting OJ. Which yeah, is so, never a good thing. So, uh, yeah, the, the the Masters is not going to happen. Um, yeah, he, here we go. This is uh, OJ yeah. begging for golf to stay open. I play in a club here, and uh, there's a lot of older guys in that club, and I kind of understand what the golf courses are doing. I, I'm not going to criticize them, but, you know, you let guys have their own golf cart. You tell them uh, not to pull the pin out, I guess. You don't touch the pin. You don't really get that close to one another on a golf course. And I think for some of the older guys that golf is their only exercise, I think it's going to hurt them if you start closing all the golf courses. Okay. It's funny because he thinks that, that that's a benevolent sound. If I, I don't know. I, 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 I've killed a few people. <laughs> I just cut their heads off. Uh, he, he thinks that's sort of a... Uh, a warm sound, I guess, because that's always the way he delivers his stuff. Here's another clip. I'm just saying, and if you do close them, you better open up some insane asylum. Get me a bed, because I know if I can't play golf for the next month, I would go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Take care. Oh I'm, I'm going to go crazy. Yep. I'm just saying. And you remember the last time I went crazy? <laughs> it didn't work out so well. But it might be entertaining. Yeah, people say would it be entertaining if I went on another Bronco chase and murdered some more people. I don't know. Maybe another miniseries. Perhaps, <laughs> uh, but there he is. He has no, he has no ability to assess how people perceive. He thinks people still think he's the OJ running through the airport to get his rental car. Yeah, yeah. he's not. Nope. He's not Norberg anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> it's about over. That. Hey, I wanted to point this out. Uh, I saw a oh. uh, an article yesterday. We're not. No, I didn't notice this. Oh, you saw it. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so <laughs> it is. People are posting about the quarantine. Yes. Uh, and I saw Twitter post after Twitter post after Twitter post. So it was no accident where these people were spelling the word quarantine. Oh, boy. What, what would be your guess? What do you think? Because this is going to floor you. No. Go ahead. Let me have it. <laughs> Corn-teen. Are you kidding me? C-O-R-N-T-E-E-N. They think Wait, it's quarantine. S- they think it's corn you saw this? Somebody actually wrote Kathy, this out? I saw, I saw it post after post after post after <laughs> post of people saying, you know, quarantine time, quarantine at home, corn. Ah, where's the quarantine? Quarantine. <laughs> it's the quarantine wonder squad. Oh, my God. I just saw a, a tweet, Preston, as you were mentioning this. It just said, bro. F this quarantine. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. F this quarantine. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Read this tweet up here. Himself. Here, here's one. Uh, I took leaving the house for granite. 
Oh, yeah. When this quarantine is over, ask me to go anywhere, and I'm saying yes. That one, that one I I hear and see all the time. For granted? All right. For granted? Yeah. (laughs) God. You know what? Honestly, so let, let me throw this out there. If, you, right. if you're not using Grammarly and you believe that your your writing is uh, substandard, mm-hmm. uh, Grammarly will help you. It'll pop up when it sees a word like granite end up in a sentence that should that makes no sense. Yeah. It'll alert you to, are, is this the word you want to use? Yeah. yeah. There are many times during, uh, during the day where I feel less than, right? Yes. And then I see things like this and I'm like, okay. The great equalizer. It's not that bad. Right. You know? <laughs> the great equalizer. Yeah. yeah equalizer. It, it was like in high school when, I, you know, I wasn't feeling so great about my grades, and then my, my class ranking came in, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm I'm in the top 50%. So so I got that going for me. Yes. No, listen, everyone has their thing, but I, I don't know, like, quarantine. Yeah, quarantine. Quarantine. That's a tough one to, because quarantine. Well, quarantine. listen, if it said quickly, quarantine, quarantine. 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 It it, it can sound like quarantine, but you had to have seen it written down somewhere. Especially now. Yes. Especially now. Especially now. Here's here's another one. I'm sick of being under quarantine. (laughs) When can we hang with other people again? Can you you please click on that person's profile? Just I need to see... Uh, if it no, this is a, this, it's uh, not. A, it's it's a collection of posts yes. Okay. Yes. from, uh, from a, essentially a screenshot of sorts. So, so you can't click on that. Quarantine sucks. I'm not even enjoying this cigarette. <laughs> cigarette spelled right. Yeah, cigarette is spelled cigarette correctly. Right. Quarantine mm. not. <laughs> uh, corn and teen got me using go go squeeze applesauce as metal meal replacement. Okay. Corn quarantine. Corn and teen. Well, at least they 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 heard the division. The syllables. Here's another one. Day nine of quarantine. My girlfriend <laughs> describes a spoonful of peanut butter as a healthy snack. I, wow. Yeah. So for many people, this is a, this is a, this is an actual like a maize product, like a yeah. an actual corn product. Hope we don't have to quarantine 100. percent I don't know how long I can stay inside for. <laughs> okay. Are there corn adults? Being stuck in quarantine be like soup for dinner again? <laughs> <laughs> These are great. We wet. Oh, uh, man. What does this say? Bit something in bitches. Ohio. Oh, bitches in Ohio be in quarantine, RN. Wait, what's the RN? Is that right now? It's a registered Reg- nurse. nurse. <laughs> right now, I guess. Right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what's HBU? HBU. Yeah, um, I've seen that in shorthand on uh, social see, media lately. Because sometimes you don't know if the U is for the word you. Yeah, or, right. You know, it's a shorthand yes. for even yeah. that, or if it's uh, if it's the word starts with you. I, I don't know. It's hobo be unfit. Hobo. How about you? How about you? How about, How about you? you? And there you go. I love well, it. It should be H A Y. Exactly. Uh, Nick, here, then you wouldn't be saying bout. How about? Uh, true. How about? Uh, it's is it true they're going to quarantine New Jersey for thirty days? <laughs> Corn teen. I mean, I don't even know if we have that much corn to execute this properly. I don't know. All right, anyway, I thought that might make you feel better or worse. I'm not sure. Well, listen, maybe while you're in quarantine, you'll learn how to spell quarantine. That'd be nice. All right, we should take a break because we've got Dr. Drew coming up at 10. I also want to get to the Bizarre File, so we'll return in just a moment and get to the B-File. Make sure you stay with us. I'll still have some more Daily Rush matchups to hit in a bit. We'll return in a moment. 
everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Available now in the MMR Rock Shop, like t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops, with designs from retro MMR logos to the latest from the Preston and Steve Show branded hats and tops. For guys and gals, we've even got your little ones covered with an array of bibs, onesies, and toddler tees, plus coffee mugs and much more, all with the MMR attitude you expect. Search the word shop at WMMR.com and get shopping. Stuff for you, gifts for them. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. Let's do another matchup. It'll be our last one of the day. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush All right, two more matchups to tell you about today. The voting is right. It's enabled. It's set to go. You just all you have to do is go and place a vote. And you haven't voted yet. It's okay. You can still jump in and do it. Uh, as we go through the Daily Rush Madness, we are now in the Gadzooks portion of our bracket. Uh, number six seed against a number a number eleven seed. Uh, the number six seed is Tornado Warnings and Wife's Out. Don't remember that just from the description. All right, well, we'll Going it. off against Manthe's voice. So let's see which one is going to win. And let's remind ourselves what they were. So here's the tornado warning one. Just to, to <laughs> recap, that audio is a guy who literally looked down the street yeah. and thought he saw a funnel cloud right. and just freaked the hell oh out. Oh, my God! Tornado! Tornado! Oh, I forgot tornado! we had a remix to this. Oh, my God! Tornado! 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 They do say, though, in a similar situation, the best thing to do is panic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or put on some dance music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Why is that called Tornado Warnings and Wipes Out? You'll have to watch the whole video to find out. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. There must be more. All right. Uh, the other video it's going up against is Manthe's voice. Let's see which one this uh, is that features Manthe. Here we go. I wondered, what does Steve's voice sound like when he does Manthe without the effect? So when I do it with the effect on and continue talking like that and then take the effect let's take off. Let's this up to the bedroom and see what we can do up there. And I do it like this. Okay. Without it. <laughs> and so my, my, there are the three, three iterations of Manthe. So I apply that and it becomes this. Or can you please tell me about your full activities? That's right. <laughs> so it's the same thing. So it's the same thing. So I apply it when I do. But it, but it begins with this. Yes. And it becomes this. <laughs> <laughs> I like both of them. I love the Manthe character. I love it anytime we can uh, work Manthe in there. Have Anthe, uh, Manthe in. Yes. Wait. Isn't that sweet? No. Oh, there we go. Isn't that sweet? Uh, all right, so now the voting is up to you. Please place the votes. We have four matchups today, uh, and they are available for about 24 hours or so for you to place your vote and let us know which video you think should move on uh, to the next round. Eventually, we're going to have ourselves a champion. And it would be wise to watch the videos because there's a, there's a, a portion of that first one, Preston, that's another segment that, that's part of it. We can't put it all in one little teaser sound, but right. it's, uh, yeah. And it's it's a lot of fun. It really is. Yep. All right. Uh, we're going to do the Bizarre Five. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right. I got stories for you. Yeah, you do. I, you've had some big piles of good stories. Yeah. 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 Thank goodness. All right. Well, we'll go with this one. Thieves at the Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly? Attempted a Mission Impossible style break-in, cutting holes into the roof to gain entry from above. For 
To a, to a piggly wiggly? Exactly, yes. Mm-hmm. However, police say despite the work putting into cutting several holes in the roof of the business, the thief for thieves did not gain entrance. Instead, the holes they left behind in the ceiling of the store caused flood damage. I'll be referred to only as Mr. Rico. Our object is the piggly wiggly. Uh, they came into the store in the morning and found water pouring through the roof in several places. Uh, noting there were two holes found cut in the roof, Water had leaked on a merchandise in several areas, causing damage. I'm right over the hot dog machine, but I think I broke a water main. Uh, police said specifically that they there were also holes cut over the office area of the business, uh, suggesting the thief had plans to burglarize that area of the store, meaning like the office where yes. oh, okay. money would have Try been. Trying to steal the money instead of the... I'm sure any Piggly Wiggly has millions of dollars <laughs> right at the ready. Right. Where you need to do... Yeah. Where you couldn't have just broken the window and gone in and grabbed Come it Come on. Uh, preliminary estimates of the roof damage set the loss at $1,000. Miss pri- Deja, what's the grappling hook for? <laughs> Prior to assessing the loss of inventory to... I'm to trying to drive you to the store. Water damage. Okay. Uh, Kathy, let's say you order some Chinese food, you get it home, and then you find something floating in your soup, Ooh. and it happens to be a used surgical mask. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah, you'd want to die, probably. Oh, uh, the customer known as Mr. Yang, this is in uh, the U.K., uh, had, or no, I'm sorry, this is in, well, I don't know where this is. <laughs> okay. It's in China. Uh, ordered the dish from the Yuxin Shis, uh, Sichuan restaurant. Uh, the meal, which included a box of Sichuan boiled fish, Contained an unexpected and somehow disgusting extra, a grease-soaked surgical mask. Mm. Mr. Yang said he and his wife were halfway through their meal when they discovered the disposable surgical mask, which had been submerged in the fish broth. You ate all your uh, surgical masks. And was uh, covered in oil and fat. Uh, he complained to the restaurant and was given a full refund. The restaurant manager also offered him an additional payment in compensation. Uh, but Mr. Yang told local media that he rejected the extra payment. The restaurant manager, Mr. Wu said that his cook's failure to notice the mask was an oversight. Preston, a surgical mask. How do you miss that? He said, but uh, he denied the business was to blame for the mask appearing inside the broth. I know, it's big, right? And there was a a bedpan in my low main. Mr. Yang said that he had asked for a formal apology from the restaurant and also filed a complaint with the city's food regulators. Yeah, yeah. Uh, This is a sweet story. A pair of Darth Vader's strode up the aisle of the Cascade County District Courthouse on Friday to the opening drumbeats of the Imperial March, where the prosecuting attorney, uh, while the prosecuting attorneys normally sit, twin lightsabers stood on the desk ready for battle. On a television screen that usually displays criminal hearings and trial evidence, Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope had played in its full high-definition glory. The day marked the new hope for 12-year-old Alex Reyes, who was finally being adopted after multiple calls. Foster homes in a year with Pamela and Philip Reyes. That's so awesome. Isn't it? And in the jury box, nearly a dozen siblings, uh, all of ages waited to, uh, of all ages, I'm sorry, waited for Alex to become an official part of their family. Uh, Alex and Judge Greg Pinsky each uh, took up their weapons and had a brief sword battle before getting down to business of Alex's adoption and the triumphant Star Wars theme rang out as everyone signed the paperwork. Uh, How long had he been waiting to get adopted, did it say? It had been about a year. So, uh, uh, Alex, uh, Pinsky said to Alex before making his final statement, you've got theme music, which is pretty cool. He said, by the power vested in me, by the force, by the empire, I'm going to approve your adoption, all right? That's great. Isn't that sweet? I'm getting yeah. a little choked up reading this. 
the theme um, the themed adoption ceremony was a first for the judge. Uh, but he jumped in with both feet as soon as the family had asked him a few months ago. They said that Alex has a special request for you. He said that he wondered if he, he can have a Star Wars adoption because he's seen you on TV and thinks you look like Darth Vader. <laughs> what a compliment. Because of the black robe. You yeah. Know? And, because uh, of your burned up face. And I said, absolutely. <laughs> so we allow each of our kids to pick themes, said Pamela. And he's a huge Star Wars fan, so they did that. I thought that was pretty sweet. Well, a spring breaker... Yeah, last one. Last one, okay. A spring breaker is apologizing for insensitive comments that he made about coronavirus while vacationing in Florida. Uh, Brad Brady Sluter's remark of, if I get corona, I get corona. I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. Was this this guy that was all over the place? That went viral mm-hmm. That dude, week. okay. Oh, so he's from Hawaii. Or, oh, he's from Ohio, not Hawaii. Same place. He wrote a remorseful post on Instagram on Tuesday saying he'd like to own up to the mistake that I've made and apologize to the people I've offended. I wasn't aware of the severity of my actions and comments. Like many others, I have elderly people who I adore more than anything in the world and other members who are at risk, and I understand how concerning this disease is. For, and I, too, am under quarantine. Uh, for us all, quarantine. Uh, he acknowledged in his post that the apology doesn't justify my behavior. Yeah. Uh, he was one of several spring breakers in Miami interviewed by Reuters who downplayed the virus and said that it wasn't going to interview with their fun. He had said, if I get corona, I get corona. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while now, about two months. We've had this trip planned two, three months, and we're just out here having a good time. So, so I, I saw an interview with a couple of these people, Preston, and these kids had gone down, and they said in the case, and there's, there's a case to be made, from the time that they left and had their plans and were not paying attention to, by the time they got down there, yeah. they didn't realize what had uh, transpired. Yeah. yeah, I believe so, that. I, yeah, and I do yeah. believe that, yeah. yeah. All right, and there you go. That's uh, the B file. So, are we going to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. We can okay. do that. Uh, that way, we can come back and uh, get Doctor R- R- Drew on. So, we'll get Doctor Drew Pinsky on in just a moment or two. We also also have lesson question, trash, music news. That stuff is coming up. Make sure you stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at wmmr.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Don't forget our Word of the Week prize this week is a four-pack of tickets to see. Def Leppard, Motley Crue, uh, they'll be at Citizens Bank Park. Special guests will be arriving. Poison and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. And that is Saturday, August 15th. And some tickets remain at Ticketmaster.com. So we'll get the letter at the end of the program. We're only two days away, two letters away. One day away, actually, from giving away the prize, but you'll need the letter today, and that'll move on till uh, tomorrow, and then we will give it away. Uh, we are waiting for Dr. Drew. I see that uh, Connor is on hold in the other room, um, and he's not on board just yet. Uh, I guess he's on hold with uh, whoever the handlers are. Mm. I'm looking to see if he's actually talking. Okay, we'll find out. Yep. I, I got a couple things that can Oh, kill. he's ready. There oh, you go. Good. Okay. Boom. All right. Kabooya. Um, so, yes, uh, the medical community has been quite... Busy, as you would know that. And I've been getting uh, not only uh, emails from people here, but uh, people that my wife and I know that are in our lives at work in the healthcare industry. And I'm hearing tales of 12-hour shifts and, and, you know, doubles and stuff like that. So they're working really, really hard. They're just amazing. Yep. So uh, we want to speak to a member of that uh, community. Um, Let's get uh, the one and only, you know, Mr. Dr. Drew Pinsky. Yes. Good morning, Dr. Drew. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How's everyone holding up? We're doing well. Yeah, we're holding up. We're holding up nice, actually. Good, you know, I good. mean, being a being a morning radio show, our job is to entertain, and uh, we've we've been coming in and, and doing that, and 
kind of covering the lighter side of things, but getting a bit of uh, factual information along the way and just trying to live our lives and, and pay attention to the restrictions, you know? Yeah, that's it. We're in this together. I think that we need more positivity. So, guys, keep playing, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, the negative, the, the negative drumbeat in the press is too much to be believed. We should, we should be congratulating ourselves when we're when this thing uh, flattens. I right. mean, we are doing a an incredible job. The question, the harder question, is, you know, how do we return to work? When do we return to work? And how do we do it without causing another spike? That is going to be challenging. But let's look forward to that. Let's let's congratulate ourselves for whatever progress we make, and then look forward to re- returning to normalcy. Doctor Drew, you've, was- you've, you've been very good with this and, and following you. We we have our uh, uh, there's a, a doctor here who uh, that we is uh, the, he's our doctor on the show. Every member of the show, and he he does cut ins for Fox. Or Doctor Mike Sergliano. He's also yeah. our personal medical doctor. Yeah, he's as also well. our personal medical yeah. doctor. But he is he's he's about positivity and and about how how that can really help. You threw this, obviously, and I don't think anyone is saying be be um, ignorant to what's going on. No. But there's nothing to be gained by being panic stricken. That's right, and and the press is just trying to sell newspapers and capture your eyes. That's it, and they 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 double down on panic. They've decided that's that's the way they're going to. That's their business model. Don't fall for that. We're going to be okay. We need to, we, we're going to get depressed and have panic attacks and be overwhelmed with anxiety if we're not careful. So we've got to take care of our mental health. We have to have some hope, and we and we will get through this. That's the other thing. It's it's not false hope. We this is going to be okay for the vast majority of people. So again, it's the difference between being informed and positive and being a Pollyanna and just ignoring everything. And that's that's not what is being prescribed. So just a couple of things going on here. I started to see uh, apparently uh, so uh, and. I don't know if this is accurate or not, but Italy has start, started to see a, a, uh, a reduction in cases. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. I mean, that's with every epidemic. It, it, it follows up. It always peaks and, and then goes down, and that's it. And good. Yeah, Italy got, got caught. Italy wasn't prepared. Italy uh, didn't have a health care system that could rep- respond to the needs of, of this moment. And, and you know, I was, I've was i been saying a couple things I've been saying all along. A is just listen to Dr. Fauci at the CDC. Read the CDC guidelines. Do what the CDC says, and you'll be fine. Don't do more. Don't do less. And that's that. If your state requires more, okay, let's do this together. But the, the CDC guidelines are what should be your guiding light. Dr. Fauci should be your North Star. The other thing is, whenever the U.S. healthcare system is evaluated and we, you know, point fingers at, oh, my gosh, we're not as ranked as high as some other country in terms of, you know, infant mortality or something, none of that takes into account our incredible resiliency and our ability to respond and innovate in situations like this. We get it done. We, you'll see. Our fatality rates will be low. We will take care of people where they need the care. And no one does that sort of flexing and response better than us. So if I may go through a few things just to because I think it, it does help to hear things like this. I mean, obviously, Dr. Fauci has been very clear. Everyone's been very clear. We should expect uh, the number of cases to of the reporting of cases to rise. But that doesn't mean the transmission rate is changing. Is that correct? Correct. That's a harder number to see right now because we're also changing our testing. Our t- right. Know, testing is suddenly stopped. And we need a lot more testing. And we need serological testing in addition to viral testing so we can see who has had an antibody response to this thing, who has had it. Yeah. And the other thing Dr. Fauci is going to talk about is it almost doesn't make sense anymore to talk about a national epidemiology. New York is different than Philly. Philly's different than Southern California. Everything right. is 
it needs, needs to be locally assessed. So as as and for the case, I've heard the case made that that, that a lot of um, of the fingers have been pointing towards Italy, as I mentioned earlier before. But I believe you say that's not a good model to base no, our response. And why would that no, be? That is not us. That, yeah. that is that is a different healthcare system. It's a different, more uh, elderly population, which is the other reason they got in a lot of difficulty. And it, it doesn't make any sense to, to say things like, that's going to be us. I mean, yes, of course, I understand there's a risk of a major surge in us of overwhelming our health care system. That's what we're not going to let happen. But, you know, we're, we are at this not just by locking everyone down. We are also at it by expanding our capacity. Right. And we're doing a great job. We should be – why can't we look at the positive on this? We're doing an amazing job. We need we need two things right now: pat ourselves on the back for the efforts we're making and the progress we're getting, and two, figure out a way to look forward. How do we get out of this thing? How are we going to do that? Uh, so People a, need hope. A quick question with that: so, so the, the, from what I'm understanding, the data out of Italy indicates that 99 percent of the Italian deaths were people over 75 with pre-existing medical conditions. Is that correct? I, I don't know about 75, but yes, in the risk category, certainly over 60. Okay, okay. So so that's obviously something to, to, to be aware of as we move forward and as you're talking about bringing things back online and how we approach different yeah. hotspots and different age groups and how, who has yep. to be a little bit more um, astute and prepared to handle going forward. Yep. Uh, the big issue of this chloroquine, and I, uh, the New York Times had an article, uh, the LA Times did as well, about uh, 70, 70 potential medicines in the queue or uh, you know or that are currently being reviewed that have promising aspects of handling this. Do you agree with that number? Are we seeing perhaps a large influx of treatment potentially? Oh, absolutely. This is part of what I was saying, that our healthcare system innovates better than anybody else. That's what you're going to see. And I, I know the enthusiasm for hydroxychloroquine. The, I, there is no doubt that hydroxychloroquine in most cases drops the viral production down very rapidly. So if there's less virus, there's, first of all, less infectivity. When there's less virus, there's less complication. It's possible, this is what we're going to find out from the studies that are being done, that the, the hydroxychloroquine may render this entire infection essentially the same as the flu in terms of infectivity and its uh, fatality rate. I know there's tons of it being used in Southern California. Uh, doctors are even taking it prophylactically. Nurses are taking it prophylactically, but they're using it routinely on the syndrome, and there's a lot of enthusiasm for it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, listen, we appreciate information still coming in, and we uh, there's a lot to uh, disseminate, so uh, we, we love the uh, uh, the fact that it's coming from you, Dr. Drew, and uh, try not to work too much, sir. We know you're quite <laughs> busy. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we know you got to run. Thanks a bunch, Dr. Drew Pinsky, yeah. with the heads up on the info. All right, uh, we need to do today's lesson question, the prize to be given away. Six di- no, not that. Huh? It's not the $60 Metro dinner card. We did that uh, earlier. Uh, we're going to give away a digital download of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Ooh. And the question that I will ask you about today's program is as follows. While in prison, Bill Cosby recently made his first batch of what? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. While in prison, Bill Cosby recently made his first batch of what? You had to have been listening in order to know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now. The trash business is a gold mine. 
93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what stories we get. Steve, what you got this morning? Well, Preston, Ariana Grande is reportedly dating high-end real estate agent Dalton Gomez, and the two are quarantining together at home. Wait, wait, just, this just in. They are not quarantining anymore, and she just released a new song called Dickhead Realtor. Wow. <laughs> Uh, the late Steve Irwin's daughter, Bindi Irwin, and longtime boyfriend Chandler Powell got married in front of just a couple of witnesses yesterday in Australia. Apparently, two of the wedding's three attendees were eaten by the ring croc. Oh, oh my It's a big God. mistake. And finally, Caitlyn Jenner was seen close to her home grabbing some takeout food and wine at a local store. Caitlyn did not wear a mask, but did cover her face by holding up an ambulance. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All righty, to the phones we go. Let's see if we can get an answer. While in prison, Bill Cosby recently made his first batch of what? I will go to Brian for the answer. Hey, Brian. Hey, I have three testicles. <laughs> yes, three testicles. You and Brad. Gary must be close. Uh, do me a favor and tell me what uh, Bill Cosby made his first batch of in prison. Toilet pudding. Toilet pudding. Yeah! Well done! Hang on, Brian. We are going to give you a digital download of Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, the final film in the conclusion of the Skywalker saga. Available now digitally in HD and 4K Ultra HD and via Movies Anywhere. Available physically in 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD on March 31st. Let us do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, here we go with some stories. Uh, Dave Grohl has launched a new Instagram page called Dave's True Stories uh, to entertain while people are... Tied up with the coronavirus crisis. Uh, Dave explained that he decided to pass the time by writing true short stories that will make people smile. He also warned people not to expect literary genius, writing, My mother was a brilliant English teacher, my father a wicked speechwriter, so I decided to rebel by not paying attention to grammar and or punctuation in school. That and cranking death metal 24-7 from my bedroom stereo. Was it his mother who wrote the book uh, about uh, rock and roll mothers? Yep. Yeah. He said, so have mercy, not going for a Nobel Prize in literature here. Uh, Dave said, I look forward to sharing some of my some of the more ridiculous moments of my life with you. Stay tuned. Wash your effing hands. Uh, until now, Dave has stayed largely off social media, uh, telling the Good For You podcast last year. I don't necessarily feel the need to tell everyone when I'm taking a crap or whatever. Uh, but I get it. I understand why people would, but it's not really my thing. Disturbed signature song, Down With The Sickness. Sickness. Is among the tracks that have seen a surge in both sales and streams during the... Uh, uh, due down to with the, the sickness. The, Everybody get down with the sickness. The lyrics <laughs> relating in some way to the coronavirus pandemic that is spreading across the globe. Totally down with the sickness, bro. There were um, some New York comedians who they wanted to do a response to the Imagine video. So they said uh, they, they duped a friend into thinking that they were... Getting everybody to sing lyrics from this song, but what they actually did was they just uploaded their one friend singing "Down with the Sickness." All like it's just him, yeah. So he thought he was, oh, it's going to be me and a bunch of other comedians. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and it was and just... so this embarrassing version of the song—that's oh, hilarious. Yeah. "Down with the Sickness" experienced a thirty-one percent bump in digital song sales, also exhibiting 
uh, 3% gain in two, to 2.6 million U.S. streams. Sickness. Yeah, it's thick. <laughs> I am Matt Cowper. In this time of sickness, again, I remind you of the importance of Billy Bob Teeth. Place them in your mouth and smile broadly when you encounter someone on the street. It's your easiest way to social distance because no one wants to hang around someone with choppers like that. Stay safe and avoid the sickness. Matt Cowper PSA. Oh, my God. Nobody wants to hang out with choppers. <laughs> Pearl Jam has shared a new song. It's called Quick Escape that chronicles an environmental apocalypse while also blasting Donald Trump. The track will appear on the band's upcoming album Gigaton, which arrives tomorrow, by the way. Uh, Quick Escape features Eddie Vedder spinning a sci-fi story about a devastated Earth that ends with humanity taking a bitter one-way flight to start life again on Mars. And at Mars? One, at one point, Vetter uh, proclaims uh, the lengths we had to go to then to find a place Trump hadn't effed up yet. Uh, Vetter had said before that he finds it hard but necessary to balance politics and music. He said, I'd rather just be an entertainer, but it just seems too important to back down and feel like, well, maybe I shouldn't get into this territory because I want to remain an artist and I don't want to confuse the people that listen to us or don't want to turn them off because we're talking about politics. He's always been political. Though. Yeah, he said yeah. it's uh, it's like you have to act right now. You just have to. Steve, this sounds a lot like space people, does it not? Uh, you know what? You're right, Casey. <laughs> they come from space, but they don't come from here. Yeah, right. he's, that's exactly right. Yeah. They come from space, so they don't come from here. Different <laughs> planet. Space Do you know how much money I would pay <laughs> to have him sing that song <laughs> on stage? Yeah. Because if he did it in a right way, the audience, the Pearl Jam audience, would sit there and go, "Wow, man! Wow, wow, yeah, wow!" Because they're not from here. Uh, I would pay money for any professional artist to actually sing that song. Uh, Spano, it's a lot of people out in space, and they're not from here. They're the space people. Yeah. Uh, to accompany the new song, Pearl Jam also uh, unveiled a video game. Uh, that allows players to pilot a spacecraft as one of the members of Pearl Jam and battle a horde of alien ships. So you can do that. I put a fart on it. Isn't that funny? I like fart sounds. I know I get all political and intellectual, but I love a good fart. <laughs> I put a fart in it. <laughs> but you didn't know which part, like, to put the fart in. Yeah, it's on my new album, the Pukalele songs. That's the remix. No. <laughs> uh, Nick, we got an email yesterday that um, had, did it have that song in it? Cause I yeah, it's able... on the website. Okay. I listened to it yesterday. It's, uh, it's uh, what's it called, Preston? No Escape or something like that. Space and um, 
it's not called Space People, but uh, <clears throat> whatever it's called, it's really funny for me because uh, I love Pearl Jam. It's, you know, it's my favorite band. But when I listen to their new music, the lyrics are like the last thing that I hear. I'll, I'll listen to them. Really? Or, or I'll hear them. Yeah, I just I don't I don't listen to the lyrics right away. I listen to the guitar riffs. I listen to chord progressions and things like that. And what I noticed about the song uh, were two things. Eddie references uh, Zanzibar, which I thought was funny. And um, and then there's some awesome Mike McCready guitarist. So I enjoyed it as a song. I haven't heard the political messages yet. Um, and quite frankly, I, I love Eddie. And I, I just, those things don't affect me one way or the other anymore. Right. I, I don't pay that much attention to it because right. uh, he can put a say what he wants it. to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like the Beyonce song. Put a, put a, put a fart yeah, on it. If you really want to put a fart on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, l- listen, I can understand that because a lot of times what he's singing is cryptic. You know, yeah. many, many are the <laughs> Pearl Jam lyric that you sing along with, but aren't really sure you're singing actual words. Right. Nick, oh, yeah. There Nick. are still songs that they've that they've sung that I have no idea what the words yeah. are. Nick, this is for you. Zanzibar. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who that is? Is that um, Tenacious D? Yes. Zanzibar. Yes, it is. <laughs> Is that F her gently? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a great song. Oh, Zanzibar. What's that, Nick? Play the whole song. Play yeah. the whole song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In these um, difficult times, it's okay to play the F word. Uh, the organizers of Chicago's Lollapalooza Festival have announced that they will delay revealing this year's lineup because of the outbreak. And uh, they've it's left the 2020 fate uncertain at this point. Um, it is, it's scheduled for now to take place at... Uh, Grant Park, uh, July 30th through August 2nd, but could face at least a delay. So that's where they are right Grant now. Park is where it always is, right? Yep. They're not going to officially move it yet, but more than likely they probably will. Billie Eilish uh, and Billy Joe Armstrong are among the artists who will participate in an hour-long commercial-free musical event on Fox this Sunday. Huh. Titled Fox Presents the iHeart Living Room Concert for America. The show will be hosted by Elton John. We'll raise money and awareness of uh, for the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, other entertainers performing from home, that's how they're going to do this for the special, include Mariah Carey, Alicia Keys, Tim McGraw, and Backstreet Boys, and more. I want, We've talked about this, Preston, and I'm wondering about the viability of this continuing, as we heard Dr. Drew say, and everyone's saying, we'll get past this, but there will be things that will be changed. Yeah. And I think the ability to put together little impromptu things like this or you know the 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 bono songs recorded from different locations yeah and they they got that out i think you'll start to see this i mean um garth brooks and trisha yearwood right that's his wife yeah yeah Uh, they did the they did a concert which was you know four or five million people were watching a matter of being able to to organize it and and i think uh we we are going to see more and more of this as you know the days and weeks go on and obviously raising money for this is really really important but i i think they need to raise awareness is what they're trying to do. People need to know about what's going on right now. <laughs> the, uh, Billboard reported... Should we wash our hands? <laughs> yes. The performances will be filmed on the singer's personal cell phones, cameras, and audio equipment in order to ensure the health and safety of their participants in this period of social isolation. So. Didn't Billy Eilish and her brother, uh, was it Phineas? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't they produce that entire album in the bedroom of uh, their house? Now that I don't know. Yeah, I, I know he did it, but yeah, yeah. it's quite possible. Papa Roach has released the official music video for its song, Top of the World. The track is taken from the band's latest album, Who Do You Trust, which arrived uh, in January of last year. Top of the World is the fourth single from the disc following the title track, Elevate and Come Around. 
all of which uh, made it in the top five on rock radio. Uh, let's see here. As part of both the celebrations for the 20th anniversary of Hybrid Theory, Lincoln Park live-streamed a previously unseen concert from 2011 on Tuesday. It's Chester Bennington, obviously, and everything, the whole collective. Uh, so it was from 2001, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, when uh, band members Mike Shinoda, Dave Farrell, and Joe Hahn watched, this is what they did, they watched along and then uh, provided commentary to ah. it. Uh, the group also asked fans to visit uh, roadierescue.com to help raise funds for touring industry workers affected by the pandemic. You know, a couple artists are doing present, uh, movie artists and, and actors and directors, I've seen them pop up, and you'll see them pop up a little bit more, depending on how long this goes for. But having watch parties with their own movies and giving, yeah, you know, like so, you're basically when you, you get like a a Blu-ray with extra director's commentary, mm-hmm. they're going on live, running the movie, and talking about what yeah. they did. That's really cool. Yeah. Yep. So Fish has a song called "Dinner in a Movie," so they turned it into a weekly thing where they're you know um, giving out uh, recipes and then uh, um, streaming old concerts on on their website. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, so one last story. Pete Townsend revealed that less than four months after the release of The Who's last album, he's hard at work writing the follow-up. Townsend, who's been holed up at his country home studio uh, since The Who was forced to scrap its UK and Irish states, uh, has also expressed how he said that he, how sad he was that the uh, symphonic musicians set to tour with the group and The Who's crew uh, were all waylaid with cancellation of the (laughs) Dates due to the coronavirus. So yeah, it's uh, tough. But he's going to work on it's some very more tough. music. All right, and that is what I have for you in uh, music news this morning. We have one more break to take. Let's do it, and we'll come back in a second. Letter of the day, word of the week, prize, and Pierre Robert stepping in to take over. So stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. In these difficult times, MMR reminds you: social distancing doesn't mean you can't still be social. Good morning, my neighbors. Connect with us on your favorite social media platform today. After all, since we're going to be here a while, let's make the best of it together, but safely, because we don't know where your timeline has been. Oh, my God. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Pierre will be in here in just a moment or two, but a couple of uh, quick thank yous to do. Thank you to Jim Jackson. Yeah. For being on the program. JJ, play-by-play for Flyers. And also, from time to time, uh, the Phils, we talked a little bit about, um, you know, what's going on, what he thinks is going to happen. So, uh, we appreciate his time. Dr. Drew Pinsky came on yeah, talking hey, hey. Uh, coronavirus, giving us some uh, useful information. So, we appreciate his call. And I want to thank Connor again for being our man on the scene. Amazing. Uh, filling in uh, Marissa's shoes. Marissa is on the show, but um, she's having some microphone issues today. So, we weren't able to really bring her up on the air today. Uh, but Kathy and Nick from their homesteads once again. Uh, have been here throughout the program. So it's been an enjoyable day, and we do have wonderful weather. Uh, The best of the week, 61, 62 degrees, something like that is going to be our high. Plenty of sunshine. Next couple days, wet. Morning showers tomorrow with a high 66. And then uh, some rain on Saturday, 53. Warmer on Sunday, but they're calling for scattered thunderstorms with a high of about uh, 69 to 70 degrees. Really would behoove you. To get outside yeah. and sop up some of this wonderful sun. Yeah, take it in if you can. Pierre Robert is in the studio getting ready for his uh, program in just a moment or two. I love the word behoove. <laughs> My mother used to say that. It would behoove you yes. to put on your headphones so you can hear us. There you go. Something like that. I was just <laughs> yeah. using that as no. an example. So It works. 
Cool, man. How are you? It is lovely out. Great. Uh, How are so you? I'm good. Excellent. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm trying to get it together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a fine job. I, uh, that that's questionable, sir. But uh, doing <laughs> doing the best I can. Uh, yeah. We're... Do you ever put around when it's like this? I say you put around in your victory garden at home. Your rutabagas and all that oh, stuff. Oh, very yeah. confused. Uh, well, uh, no, my my uh, garden is out here. Oh, okay. uh, it's <laughs> you have it here. Building, yeah. Well, I have five acres back there. That's oh, why, I didn't know that. Uh, uh, you know, I'm here like at sunrise every day, farming it, working the farm. Yeah, yeah. we appreciate uh, that. All organic. Farming it. <laughs> That's what we call it in the business, honey. No, I know. <laughs> I, know I mean, you know, it's it's a you know. Business people, we in the business. Civilians wouldn't that. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're using mm-hmm. all the technical yeah. nomenclature. Yeah, we're farming it. Yeah, yeah. What does he look like today, by the way? He looks like a lot done. like uh, Rock Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> Just wondering if he's got the disheveled look or disheveled the, the hair, disheveled, windblown. Yeah, okay. um, that's how he sounded. Right. Yep. Thank you, dear. But honey, mm-hmm. you know I love you no matter what uh, you look like. You too, peachy poochy. <laughs> what did What'd you do last night? Did you get in anything last night? Did I get anything? No, get I, into I anything. I got nothing. There's nobody online. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, well, you know what? It's like a ghost town out there. Uh, no, I, what I, what'd you ask? Did you get into anything? Did you get any last night? Did you get any last night? I got, look, I'm just trying to make conversation. That's all. Yeah, why don't we just do the letter of the day? How about I got a letter. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter R as in reading. Ah. All right, we got one more letter to go tomorrow. We give that to you, and then we give away this prize of four pack of tickets to see Def Leppard. (laughs) And Motley Crue at Citizens Bank Park with special guest Poison and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts on Saturday, August 15th. Some tickets remain at Ticketmaster.com, by the way. So we give that away tomorrow. Uh, I, for one, enjoyed every moment of this crossover. I, just, yes. I wanted to say that. Well, phenomenal it's radio. Of, but, it, but for us, it, we're out of the studio, so it's like it's, it is what the <laughs> listeners are hearing, and it's great. So, oh, there you go. Well, the great thing about radio is it's theater of the mind. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's like the advantage of reading a book, which I still contend is so much better than watching the movie or the TV show. Or watching because, a book. Or watching the book. Uh, I hadn't thought of that, Steve. Um, And that's why you two kids, you three kids, Marissa and uh, Kathy and Nick, are able to maybe visualize. And are are you seeing it in your your eyes? Well, what I did see was I saw Preston look at the camera and just mouth, what the F, to me and Kathy. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Well, there it is. And um, so, you know, I'm feeling the fruits of life. Feeling the yeah. fruits of life. Yeah, I haven't had any booze yet, but I, I'm feeling the fruits of life nonetheless. And toasting my cup of coffee. And is that a live camera? Yeah, it's a live. This is how we're watching. We can see everybody at oh, home. Oh, would you look at that? Yeah, so I'm holding it up so they can see you. Hi, kitties. Right now. So. You look um, great. Thank you, dear. You look great. That's uh, that's what she's paid to say. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys had mentioned something, though, interesting. Um in I hadn't thought well I had thought of it actually but every we're always learning different people who are affected by this problem uh, in that um, they're out of work yeah people that we you know you think of the hotel workers you think of the restaurant workers I just learned on the other night service there, industry yeah. service industry I mean they're like decimated 
13 million. It's the largest employer I heard, uh, uh, less uh, other than the um, federal government, you know, and yeah. some 7 million of them are without work. But then you hear of other groups. Um, so I didn't thought that much of roadies, but you, you mentioned mm-hmm. um, in the music news uh, the, the TV thing is going to be a benefit for some of the roadies. And ha- think uh, those guys and and gals live for they don't have four hundred one ks. They're you know they're not employed by an employer. They're employed by whatever band they're with for yeah. that run. Right? Maybe it's a year if they're lucky, or a year and a half. Maybe it's two months or three months. So road people, road crews are are fascinating people, and and they don't uh, have a lot of benefits, and they're always looking to the next tour to jump, and they're without work. So um, I I salute you for mentioning that. Uh, also, uh, today I'm going to have my trainer on it, which is another aspect. Uh, you know, there's the big giant gymnasiums that are out there, but they're individual trainers. Um, your gentleman is Dave, isn't he? Uh, Dwayne. Yeah. Dwayne, sorry. Uh, and um, I'm going to have my trainer come on, Kevin, and uh, talk about uh, some of the stuff he's doing online to try to, you know, work with his people. But small trainers, small business trainers are also, you know, essentially without work. Well, you bring up a good point as far as also, again, to support the businesses that are currently up on WMMR, PressandSteve.com. Right. You know, there's a whole bunch that are open for business, and a lot of them are doing, uh, you know, yoga classes. Check and see if your trainer or your, your instructor is doing something online. And then, uh, honestly, it's it, it's we know it, it will end, as we've heard this. But we can if we can help bridge that and keep people, get some money into these people's pockets, you know, along the way, it'll go a long way. So, right. yeah, and that's good. And people are looking for ways to do exercises at home and, you know, not able to go to the equipment. Right. Today is a good day. Well, Kevin, my trainer, has been uh, delivering kettlebells. He's, he's, uh, he, I can't stand those things. <laughs> but he's, uh, I call him a kettlebell queen because he, um, <laughs> he's, he's obsessed with them, but he's been delivering them to his, um, uh, clients. So they can do kettlebells at home. There you go. Cool. There you go. Nice. Um, anyway, that's what I wanted to mention that. And I've got some blocks today. Shall I mention those now? Please do. Go ahead. Preston fell asleep. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty drowsy. It's okay. <laughs> Listening to me will do it. <laughs> I, put, I put better people than you to sleep. <laughs> I've had better people than you tune out. We, we had... Um, one time, one of our older engineers, is, uh, well, he was our chief engineer for many years, a great guy, uh, Phil Harris, and he, one of my associates. <laughs> Tomorrow's program. Aerosmith, I got Aerosmith, no, okay. STP and the police. STP, Aerosmith and the police. Anyway, I'd been out on Rittenhouse Square. Music. I had Ken yes. Queter on. Yeah. Had Ken Queter on, and we did this song of Ken. <laughs> go ahead. Someone snorted. Here, I, I blame myself. If I didn't go so long, we did at six forty this morning. We wouldn't be up against it right now. So Ken, Ken Queter, the great local singer and songwriter. I had him for Old Newsboys Day on Rittenhouse Square, where we would go outside and raise money. Yeah, I met my wife at Old Newsboys Day. Yeah, and it was a really fun thing. We do it every year. And um, he had this song, the chorus of which it, and I said, "Why don't you play that?" And he brought his guitar and he played it, and and then we were playing back the tape, and Phil Harris, the engineer, came in, and he heard the playback of the tape, and then he went out and did something else, and he came in, and he goes, "Are you st- 
you're still playing. Uh, that's still. Oh my God, no one's listening. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, you've, lo- you've lost everybody. Oh my God. Oh, nobody's listening now. Oh, that's no. encouragement. Yeah. That's encouragement. That's okay. funny. That was the. That was the point. Okay, well, that was I mean, the word that, you said at the end. You, okay. Yeah. Why don't you play the piano? All right. Uh, <laughs> let me see. I want to thank our sponsor, President's Sea Show, brought to you today by Acme, the uh, fresh foods, local flavors, official <laughs> supermarket. Of the President Steve Show, also brought to you today uh, by HERS, the official snack food of the President Steve Show, HERS Forever Good. Uh, tomorrow on our program should be pretty great because we have composer Michael Giacchino. Awesome. On, and we always love to uh, speak to him, and he's uh, got a lot of projects in the works, so we'll see what's uh, next on his uh, agenda as far as blockbuster movies and the wonderful music that accompanies it. Uh, those things and more. Uh, the, of course, Taylor Rush Madness will continue. Vote for the matchups that we have up and running now at PrestonSteve.com. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. Piers and X, and we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Nate from Checkpoint XP, and I'd like to invite you to our brand new show, All of Esports, with myself and Weird Beer. All of Esports is a rapid-fire show that runs down the most important conversations in All of Esports. Subscribe at our website, CheckpointXP.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.